welcome to the Rankings podcast that answers the age-old question, what movies should we have seen by now? I'm Danny Weiser, with me is my co-host and the Siskel to my Ebert. It's Ty McGowan. Ty, what's up? What's up? Are you ready for everyone to be outraged with the movies that you haven't seen? <sighs> yeah. The whole point of this episode, our Discord is full of bullies. I, people that aren't in our Discord don't realize this, I don't think. Because we talk about it a lot on here and how it's like cool and like... Lots of fun conversations and people are giving us cool ideas and say funny stuff about the episode. They're also like 90% of them so mean and just want to see us suffer. They're, they're bullying you because they want you to see good movies. I don't want to, though. I got stuff to you do. You don't. You don't have anything to I do. do. No, you don't. I'm so <laughs> busy. I got like a lot to do. You don't. Baldur's, Baldur's Gate's not going to play itself. Okay. People will play it. While you're watching a movie, yeah, me. it's fine. I will. You don't have to. I will play it instead of watching a movie. I do have to. There's so much to see, so much content to get through. No. You you, you have time. <laughs> Listen, if if I stop to watch an old movie I haven't seen before, how will I have time to watch One Tree Hill again? Just don't I watch. Won't. You're not even thinking I don't even about think you things. got through your watch of One Tree Hill last time. I did. Time. <laughs> I did. I actually did. I promise I did. All every season, all like 180 whatever episodes, I got through all. Just of them. don't do that then. Um, okay, <laughs> we're just saying like, don't eat, don't shower. Like we can just say stuff. Stupid. Uh, all right, yeah, let's get let's get on this episode so the Discord can be mean to me. Speaking of the Discord bullying us, when are you going to do your punishment episode? Oh, I have it recorded. I just need to like publish it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe next week or something. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, also, speaking of movies we haven't seen by new movies we should have seen, uh, we're doing we're doing monthly watch parties. We started in September. We started with with Tombstone as voted on by the Discord. Um, we're getting that audio posted to our patrons soon. Um, the watch party though is not just limited to patrons. Anybody can join that. Anybody that's in our Discord, which is free by the way, so yep. there's no reason not to join it. You're welcome and invited to come to the watch party, which just consists of me and Ty, like everybody watching a movie together, and you get to listen to me and Ty talking about it while we're watching it. There's a channel in there that you can talk to us. You can send us messages and stuff, and we'll like respond to you while we're recording the episode. Just the audio track for that gets released to our patrons only so they can go back and listen to it while watching the movie later if they want to. I don't know if anybody wants to, but yeah. it's there yeah. if they want it. So speaking of our patrons, just a quick little plug here. Today, we released our once a month Patreon bonus episode, and we did uh, more Desert Island Top 5s. Yep. Which I thought was fun. People seem to really dig our, our Desert Island Top 5 episode that we just did. They gave us a bunch more categories, and so we just kind of kept going. A little, little over an hour of extra content. Plus, if you join our Patreon, you get uh, access to all of the the monthly bonus episodes we've released up to this point. We started in like April, yeah. I think. So we're 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 pumping out content over there in the Patreon. I'll send you a thank you note and a couple stickers. It's a pretty cool deal over there. Plus, we had an argument, and Ron said that I won that argument. So it's a good good day for yeah. all. Yeah, it's we. There is a, a roundtable channel under Discord that only five dollar and up patrons have access to. But one of our more active channels in the discord for sure mm -hmm. uh ron lied for some reason and ron doesn't and lie like s settled an argument but like did he actually said who knows the jury's still out seems like we tied i don't know ron doesn't lie he's all stats i don't know he's all numbers I don't know. 
Um, Ty, let's get into our list so that the patrons can start, or not just the patrons, everybody in our Discord, but especially the patrons, I feel like they're the meanest of the bunch, uh, can start yelling at me. Yeah. Um, I'm list A. Okay, let's hear it. Figure it's just, I'll, I'll go first, I'll rip the band-aid off. Um, also, we all know what the point of this episode is, I'm just going to lean into it with my honorable mentions. Uh, my honorable mentions theme is boring and old. So movies that I don't really want to see because they're old and I'm pretty sure they're boring. Um, Listeners, can you be, hear my like, eyes rolling like they, through the audio? I feel like they probably are. But my top 10, my actual list is all movies I actually do want to see. Yeah, whatever. Just get on so, with it. But honorable mentions. First one, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. 1962, directed by David Lean. Story of British Officer T.E. Lawrence's mission to aid the Arab tribes in their revolt against the Ottoman Empire during the First World War. Lawrence becomes a flamboyant messianic figure in the cause of Arab unity, but a psychological instability threatens to undermine his achievements. Has a 4.3 rating on Letterboxd. People love it. Um, yeah, one of the greatest movies so ever made. It's so long, though, is the thing about that. Isn't it like three hours or something? Yeah, so so it's minutes. less two hundred twenty eight minutes. It's more than three hours. So it's less than the amount of time it takes to watch One Tree Hill. It's almost four hours of old movie with Peter O'Toole. Who has the time? You do. I don't want to. You it. have the time. I don't want to watch it. It sounds boring. Uh, next one is Casablanca. Not boring. Nineteen forty two, directed by Michael Curtis. Um, in Casablanca, Morocco, in December 1941, a cynical American expatriate meets a former lover with unforeseen complications. It's a 4.3 on Letterboxd. Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman. Um, only 102 minutes. I could maybe see this one. It's not boring. It's, it maybe it's, wouldn't be so It's bad. about people trying to avoid the Nazis. It's not boring, boring at all. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I can see this one. It's not even two hours. You just made an assumption in your head. Well, it's very old. It's it's really old. I didn't even think they made movies back then. So, speaking of old, crap's alive. My last honorable mention: Citizen Kane, nineteen forty-one, directed by Orson Welles. Newspaper magnate Charles Foster Kane is taken from his mother as a boy and made the ward of a rich industrialist. As a result, every well-meaning, tyrannical, or self-destructive move he makes for the rest of his life appears in some way to be a reaction to that deeply wounding event. As a four point two on Letterboxd, this one sits right at two hours, which isn't terrible, I guess. This is just like um, an insult still, for our guest. I just read that whole summary of what happens in the Citizen Kane. I I didn't retain any. I still don't know what this movie's about. I never will know what this movie's about. It's, I don't think. Like, it's such an insult. You have, our guest has sent you the Criterion DVD for you to watch. Yeah. Yeah, which was very nice of him. It was so incredibly nice of him. But also, I won't be bullied into seeing something I don't want to see. You know what I mean? You can't force me. He's not bullying it. you. He's doing it out of kindness. It's like forcing me to watch it by like guilt tripping me by buying me a movie. You know what I mean? It's like psychological. It's kind of messed up if you think about it. It's nice. Kind of messed up if you think about it. No, he's doing it out of the kindness of his heart. Honestly, like we, we hosted Wisman for so long. We've done watch parties on this show. Just make me watch it. Just pick it for something. You've had so many opportunities to pick it and make me watch it. If you want me to watch it that bad. Just watch it on your own. No. At this point, it's got to be content. It has to be at this point. It's been talked about so much. 
It's been built up so much. I've made such a bit out of not having seen Citizen Kane. It's got to be content the, at this point. The last movie that you There's talked about it like this, Heat, you ended up loving it. I was I, I wanted to see Heat. I wasn't adamant about not wanting to see Heat. He ripped. He was so good. <laughs> not wanting to see Heat was actually a bit. Like, I did want to see Heat. I don't want to see Citizen Kane. My God. That's my honorable mentions. Um, okay, my honorable mentions. I've obviously seen a lot of movies, so my list is going to be very different than Danny's. Um, but my honorable mentions. I'm going to zone out your whole list, dude. I'm not listening to a single word you say this episode. My honorable mentions is I wanted to find like a trilogy. Um, so a trilogy that I've never gotten around to that I, I love the cover of the first movie, and I see it all the time. I just want to watch it. I just haven't got around to it. It's the uh, Police Story Trilogy, the Jackie Chan movies Police story rules. from the 80s. I've only seen the first one. I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the whole trilogy. First one, it rules. Yeah. It's so good. So, obviously, number one out of my honorable mentions is Police Story. Came out in 1985. Has a 4.0 on Letterboxd. Officer Chan Kai Kuei manages to put a major Hong Kong drug dealer behind the bars behind bars practically alone after a shooting and an impressive chase inside a slum. Now he must protect the boss's secretary, Selena, who will testify against the gangster in court. Um, yeah, really want to see that. The police story two came out in 1988 has a 3.5 on letterbox. Uh, the Hong Kong super cop must stop a group of blackmailing bombers at the same time that the villains of the first police story are out for revenge. And then police story three super cop, came out in 1992 has a 3.6 on letterbox letterbox a hong kong detective teams up with his female red chinese counterpart to stop a chinese drug czar um and police police story three is also starring michelle yo so yeah 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 I haven't, I haven't seen two and three i've only seen one but uh yeah it rips it's a blast you should watch it yeah. i think you'll have fun all right uh let's get into our list my top 10 it's all movies i do want to see okay I haven't seen for whatever reason. I just I, I actually do want to. And my number ten, it's a big one. It's No Country for Old Men. Oh, so good. Two thousand seven, directed by the Coen Brothers. Llewellyn Moss stumbles upon dead bodies, two million dollars, and a horde of heroin in a Texas desert. But methodical killer Anton Chigurh comes looking for it, uh, with local sheriff Ed Tom Bell hot on his trail. The roles of prey and predator blur as the violent pursuit of money and justice collide. Uh, Four point three, on Letterbox. Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin. Um, yeah, I want to see this one pretty bad. I don't know why I haven't. I feel like this is a movie that I have to like prepare myself for. It's a Coen Brothers movie. I don't always like totally vibe with them. I feel like I miss a lot when I watch a lot of their movies. So I know I'm gonna have to be in a place where I'm like ready to sit and fully focus on nothing but this movie. Uh, and I just I just haven't yet, but I will. Yeah, it's it's not that kind of movie because it's an adapted. Uh it's it's a book it's adapted so it's not like the cone like a normal cone brothers movie it's very different yeah but even like inside lewin davis is like it doesn't seem like it should be a lot and still for some reason i just like i remember finishing that movie and being like I, is that it like what did i miss um because i just kind of do that with them yeah well you need to watch that movie it's one of the best movies ever made um yeah I, I this is one that i actually genuinely want to i just for whatever reason i have it um okay so my 10 it was hard for me to come up with a way to rank movies i've never seen so i went to my letterbox watch list i sorted it by average rating highest first 
and then just did one through ten based on where they were to the top. Nice. So, um, a lot of there's going to be a lot of foreign films in this. Um, there's only, well, yeah, there's only well, there's four. So almost half my list is no, there's five. Okay, so there's five, five foreign films, five non-foreign films. But um, my first one is Dial M for Murder. Um, came out in 1954, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, uh, starring uh, Grace Kelly, who Danny loves. So possibly Danny yeah, might who, see this who movie. Us, you know, it's who only 105 cool. minutes, Danny, and it's in hey, color. Okay. So okay. Wow. Um, Am I seeing this? I don't think so. Um, okay. <laughs> an ex tennis pro carries out a plot to have his wife murdered after discovering she ha- she's having an affair and assumes she will soon leave him for another man anyway. When things go wrong, he improves and he imp- improvises a new plan to frame her for murder instead. Mm. Sounds pretty good. How how can I you mean, eh that plot? That is an amazing plot. No, it's yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't know. It doesn't. Mm. Danny, that is a good plot. Know. I'm on the fence. I could maybe see it. <laughs> I could maybe see it. Oh we'll my see. gosh! There's a lot of movies out there. You know. <laughs> no, that one actually sounds okay. Yeah. I'm. I I've heard of that one. Okay. Um, which is nice because I feel like most of your list I'm not going to have even heard of. Um. Also, Grace Kelly's in it, so might be worth it for that alone. There you go. Yeah. Uh. My number nine, this one, I feel like this one's going to surprise you that it's on here. That you haven't seen um, it? No, that I want to see it. Okay. And that I have it on my list and I'm telling you. Oh, is it the Exorcist, it. the new Exorcist coming out? Oh, God, no. <laughs> God. No, this one, it's another Alfred Hitchcock movie. Believe it or not. Okay. 1959's North by Northwest. Oh, yeah. This is really I good. I see this one. Advertising man Roger Thornhill is mistaken for a spy triggering a deadly cross-country chase as a 4.2 in Letterboxd. Cary uh, Grant's in it. It just it Actually, like, out of every... I've seen a few Hitchcock movies at this point. I've seen trailers for... Not trailers, but, like, clips and, like, bits and pieces of some of them. This is the one that looks like it has the best chance to be the one that I would like. It actually looks like good and exciting and really interesting. It's not crazy long. It's a little over two hours. Um, and so I, I... It's in color. Which is nice, big boost. Um, this one looks pretty good. I, I I'll see this one eventually. Yeah, that's a really good one. You need to watch that. Uh, you're clearly gonna win this episode. Am I though? Shane's gonna be so mad at so much of my. No, list. I think he's gonna pick the list with the biggest heavy hitters, and I've seen all of the heavy hitters. So maybe Shane is one of the better guests we could have picked though, to give you a chance. It's like Shane and like Kev were your best options. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. My number nine, shout out to uh, real Latinas. Uh, my number nine is E2 mama Tambien. Um, it came out in 2001 directed by Alfonso Curon. Um, yes, I do have a Texas accent. Um, real Latinos. I apologize. Alfonso Curon. Uh, <laughs> Starring uh, Gail Garcia Bernal and Diego Luna. Um, in Mexico, two teenage boys and an attractive older woman embark on a road trip and learn a thing or two about life, friendship, sex, and each other. Um, has a 4.2 on Letterboxd. Um, this movie has been talked about so many times. I just haven't gotten around to watch it. Um, I really want to watch it. It's I, I love Alfonso Cuaron. He's probably my favorite 
Latino director, I, I would guess. Him or – yeah, it's him. Uh, he directed Prisoner of Azkaban, so he gets the auto win on that one. Um, Fair enough. But, yeah, I really want to see this movie. It's super hyped up. I just haven't gotten around – it's it's hard to put yourself in a mindset to watch a film where you have to read subtitles. Yeah. No, I get it. I listen if anybody gets it, I get it, you know. Uh okay, my uh, I've also I've heard of that one too. So, we're doing I'm doing well. Well, that so far well that okay, list. don't that came out in the 2000s. Doing, so, like don't give yourself I'm doing so like much pretty credit. pretty good. I'm doing pretty good so far if you think about it. Uh, my number eight is a movie that I, I don't know why I haven't seen it by now. We've talked about it on this show. Um, I want to see it. There's no reason for me not to have it's, uh, you've got mail 1998 directed by Nora Ephron. I don't think you're going to like this one. Really? Yeah. I don't think you're going to like it. It's a Nora Ephron rom-com. You don't think I'm going to dig it? So a lot of people don't like this one. They don't like the, the Tom Cruise character. And I think you're going to be, or Tom Hanks. I think you're going to be on that side. Interesting. It was between it was either this or Sleepless in Seattle that I was going to put on my list because I feel like I can't have both. I'm going to have one or the other. You would like Sleepless in Seattle more. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I chose I chose this one, but really this is a placeholder for both of them. But uh, book, book superstore magnate Joe Fox, an independent bookshop owner, Kathleen Kelly, fall in love in the anonymity of the internet, both blissfully unaware that he's trying to put her out of business. Three point four on Letterboxd. Um. Yeah. It, it was. It was either this or Sleepless in, in Seattle. I don't know much about either of them, except for it's like they're two sides of the same coin of a movie. Basically, is no. From what I no, they're very vibes that I get. Very different. Well, I mean, like in the cast, basically the same. Well, in it, in it, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and just the two leading stars, and like came out around the same time. Yeah, and they're both like rom coms, and both directed by Nora Ephron. And yeah. So I just that that in my mind they're basically the same thing. I don't I don't know much else about either of them, but it said book bookstore owner, and uh, that sounds fun to me. So yeah, that's the reason I went with this one over Sleepless in Seattle, knowing nothing about really either of them. So he's he's like a bar. He works for like essentially Barnes and Noble, and she's like an okay. independent bookstore owner, and he's trying to buy yeah. her out. Okay, so he sucks. Yeah, see, exactly. Like, I, I don't think you're going to vibe with the Tom Hanks character in this one. That's okay. Well, I love the Meg Ryan character, though, Yeah, that's probably enough for me. Well, what you could do is you could watch um, the original The Shop Around the Corner with Jimmy Stewart. It's in black and white, but... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Who's the female lead in that one? I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Shop Around the Corner. It's a really Let's good see. movie. Shop Around the Corner, Jimmy Stewart and margaret sullivan never heard of her it's not grace kelly so i think i'm probably out actually unfortunately it's really good uh dave chappelle's on this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah dave chappelle's in the shop around the corner okay <laughs> yeah dave chappelle is actually really good and you've got mail he's hilarious that's fun I, this i don't know why i haven't i just I wait did remember when we did our fictional houses we want to live in uh didn't either the wasn't there a movie or a, the house from either this or Sleepless in Seattle that got mentioned? Uh, the like Sleepless in Seattle house? houseboat. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, maybe maybe I should have put Sleepless in Seattle on my list then because that house sounds awesome. Probably yeah. Um, okay, my number my number eight is Some Like It Hot. 
Um, came out in 1959, yeah. directed by Billy Wilder. Uh, two musicians witness a mob hit and struggle to find a way out of the city, but th- before they are found by the gangsters, their only opportunity is to join an all-girl band as they leave on a tour. To make their getaway, they must first disguise themselves as women, then keep their identity secret to deal with the problems this brings, such as an attractive bandmate and very determined suitor. Wait, is white chicks a remake of some like it hot oh, oh, oh maybe because oh, it might be i just read that entire description and it describes white chicks okay which one's better though i mean white chicks obviously i haven't seen some like it hot so i'm obviously gonna say some like it hot obviously white chicks is better well one has I don't think there's any debating tony curtis and jack lemon and the other has the wayan uh-huh. brothers so i'm gonna yeah you're making my argument for me uh i'm gonna go with some like it hot <laughs> I don't even know who those old turds are, dude. Um, but this has a 4.2 on Letterboxd. Um, obviously, this is a really beloved film. Um, I've just never gotten around to it. I just don't. There's like, with comedies back then, it doesn't super translate to like, because like, I like super crude comedies like Super Bad and Bottoms that just mm-hmm. came out this year. So the. Yeah. The comedies of pre nineteen eighty are very hit or miss PG for me. Feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, but yeah, I really uh, also. This also, is insane. I can't I believe White Chicks is just a remake of Some Like It Hot. Also, I just called Jack Lemmon an old butthole. I didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. I'm doing a bit. I take it back. I've, <laughs> I'm meaning, as soon as I said it, I was like, "That's awful." I didn't mean it. <laughs> Um, okay. My number seven, it's a movie that you really like that is a genre I don't like, but I do actually want to see this one. This is my hope. I would love for the people in our Discord to pick this as our October movie watch party, but it, I feel like now that I've said that, they're purposely not going to because they're all vindictive and just want me to suffer. Um, but my number seven is The Thing. Oh, I love The Thing. 1982. 1982, John Carpenter in remote Antarctica, a group of American research scientists are disturbed at their base camp by a helicopter shooting at a sled dog. When they take in the dog, it brutally attacks both human beings and canines in the camp, and they discover that the beast can assume the shape of its victims. A resourceful helicopter pilot and the camp doctor lead the camp crew in a desperate, gory battle against the vicious creature before it picks them all off one by one. 4.3 on Letterboxd, Kurt Russell, Keith David, Wilford Brimley? My guy Wilford Brimley is in this one? (laughs) Um, I actually want to see this. This is not my genre of choice. I don't like horror movies. I don't like the th- like this type of thriller. Um, you've talked about it so much, though, that I, I genuinely actually want to see this one. I would love to, for this to be the October watch party one, but of course it's not going to now because our Discord is mean. From a from a practical movie like movie effects standpoint, this is like the greatest practical effects of all time which which i love you know i love a good practical it's insane what how disgusting they're able to make this movie look yeah i i really want to see it plus i i assume i think i'm gonna definitely this october plus kurt russell's boots in this are insane they're like love that they're like fur boots that go up to his knees that have laces that. that go all the way up. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all in. It's it's great. It's a really good movie. But I think the only thing that would hold you back from this is 
the dog is kind of like yeah the instigator of the of everything yeah that's gonna suck that's not gonna feel good yeah but i still do want to see it um okay my number seven is double indemnity um came out in 1944 so just around just around your favorite movie era uh directed yeah right right around when shane was born (laughs) directed by billy wilder um a rich woman and a calculating insurance agent plot to kill her unsuspecting husband after he signs a double double indemnity policy Against the backdrop of distinctly Californian settings, the partners in crime plan to perfect the murder to collect the insurance, which pays double if the death is accidental. Has a 4.3 on Letterboxd, starring Fred McMurray, Barbara Stanwyck. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Billy Wilder, uh, but he's one of the better directors in history. Um, And then this movie is just, I mean, it's a classic. Um, it is in black and white, so I don't expect you to ever watch it, but it is only 107 minutes long. All right, I didn't listen to anything you just said. Is this anything like Double Jeopardy with Ashley Judd or no? Yes. Yes, it is. So watch it. Okay. Watch it with Adam. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. That was, a, that, was a ca- that was a cable movie that I remember like kind of liking. I don't, I don't, I don't She like, she like, like. They accuse her of like I don't know like murdering her uh, her husband or something, but turns out he's alive. So then she goes back and actually murders him because you can't be charged for the same crime twice. So yeah, it sounds like a a remake. Yeah, dope. Sounds fun. (laughs) I I am still mind blown that some like it hot or white chicks is a remake of some like it hot. I feel like it's probably not, and we're just being like really loud about it for some reason. Danny, but like, I want you to. Re- it's fun to think about. After we're done, I want you to read the description of Some Like It Hot, and then read the description of White Chicks. They're the exact same movie. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Yes, yeah. I'm in on this. Also, that Ashley Judd movie, Double Jeopardy, has a 3.1 on Letterboxd, so apparently it's okay. Yeah, well, this one has a 4.3, so I think you should watch. It's on your. It's already on your watch list. Yeah. Double Jeopardy is. I know. It didn't make my. It didn't make this episode. No, I know. I don't know why. It just <laughs> you said double indemnity, and then I tuned out, and I was like, "Oh yeah, remember that one?" <laughs> That's where I'm at this episode. Sorry in advance. Um, my number six. It's a foreign language film. One of two foreign language films. Okay. On this list, uh, it's Chungking Express, 1994, directed by Wong Kar Wai. Nice. Uh, two melancholic Hong Kong policemen fall in love, one with, one with a mysterious underworld figure, the other with a beautiful and ethereal server at a late-night restaurant he frequents. Uh, Tony Leung is in it. What else do you need? Do you need literally any other description of this movie other than directed by Wong Kar Wai, starring Tony Leung? Nothing else. No. Sounds perfect. Yeah. It sounds incredible. It sounds right. Also, melancholic? I am I love a melancholy movie. It's very much my jam. It sounds so good, and I want to see this real bad. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one or not. Um, let's see, Letterbox. You would probably have it as want to watch if you have. Yeah, it's on your watch list. Okay. Um. Okay. Then my number six. Um. Inspired by one of my favorite jokes from Ted Lasso. Um. The last time I saw Eyes That Cold, they were going head to head with Roy Schneider, Coach Beard, Jaws, Ted. No, all that jazz. So, all, the, all that jazz. My number six is all that jazz. Came out in 1979, directed by Bob Fosse. 
Um, Joe Gideon is at the top of the heap, one of the most successful directors and choreographers in musical theater, but he can feel his world slowly collapsing around him. His obsession with work has almost destroyed his personal life, and only his bottles of pills keep him going. Um, starring Roy Schneider and ranking uh, Leland Palmer, Jessica Lange, um, has a 4.3 on Letterboxd. Um, everyone who I follow on Letterbox has this above four stars. Um, so I, I really want to see this. I love Roy Schneider. Um, I don't know how many Bob Fosse movies I've seen. Um, zero. I've seen zero Bob Fosse movies. Um, but I really want to see this, this movie. Sweet. Any thoughts on um, all that jazz, Danny? Uh, no, it's Roy Schneider. There's no end. That's what I said. Schneider. I'm pretty sure that's what you I said. You said Schneider. You said Schneider like four times. No, that's probably just an audio audio mistake. No, I'm like almost positive you said. I'm Schneider pretty sure that's the audio. But we can. But we can. Know. Hey, we can move on. So like you, you're not a film guy, so you wouldn't know like I would probably uh, that there's no end. It's actually just Schneider. So just, just I don't know. Put that in your little. Novel. Pretty sure that was an audio um, audio miscorrect, but we'll see. Um. My number five movie you love, five star movie for you, stars our boy Robert Pattinson. It's good time. Yes, oh, so Directed good. By the Safties. After a botched bank robbery, land, Robbie robbery lands his younger brother in prison. Connie Nikus, Nikus, sure, Nikus, uh, embarks on a twisted odyssey through New York City's underworld to get his brother Nick out of jail. Uh, as four on Letterboxd, uh, Robert Pattinson, the Safty brothers, sounds rad. Uh, I don't know why I haven't seen this one. Sounds up my alley. I've been told not only by you, but by a few people that this is their favorite Robert Pattinson role. His favorite acting performance of his. It's uh, randomly saw a tick randomly saw a TikTok clip the other day where Pete Davidson said that's his favorite movie. So that's fun. It's it's his best role, and it's the it's the role that got him Batman. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking at like the letterbox page right now, and the header is him with just like a really. Uh, gross looking goatee oh yeah he has a gross goatee it's, it's a really gross goatee so sorry bex i didn't mean to personally offend you by saying this but this goatee even on robert pattinson looks bad yeah there's like only a few people that can pull off a goatee yeah steven seagal steven seagal obviously <laughs> steven <kidding>. seagal <laughs> he looks so stupid uh uh pin from pin and teller Okay, yeah, another kind of gross looking dude. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson can pull off a goatee. Yeah, that's certainly true. Uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. Pull off a goatee. Robert Downey Jr. Maybe. His his is like very overly trimmed, but it kind of works. His isn't, also it doesn't connect, but it, it like works for him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a really, you need to watch that. It is very good. I'll, I'll just stop. Just take a break each day from Baldur's Gate and just watch a movie. I can't. You can. Can't. Danny, so much, Danny, you there's, can. There's so much left to do. Well, just savor it. You know, don't try and finish Baldur's Gate as soon as possible. Mm, no, that's not really how it works. That's definitely how it works. And then you're just like, you paid $60 and you can't play it anymore. No, I no, I'm not going to I'm not even close to being burned out on it. Ty, I don't even want to tell you how many hours I have in this game. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's so bad. Um I have to keep going. Uh, okay. Uh my number 5 
Uh, we're starting to get into the movies that I don't think you're ever you've ever heard of. Um, okay. My number five is Eight and a Half. Um, came out in 1963, directed by Federico Fellini. Um, Guido Anselmi, Ans- Ans- a film director, finds himself creatively barren at the peak of his career. Urged by his doctors to rest, Anselmi heads for a luxurious resort, but a sorry group of a sorry group gathers his producers, staff, actors, wife, mistress, and relatives, each one begging him to get on with the show. In retreat from their dependency, he fantasizes about past women and dreams of his childhood. Um, this is obviously an Italian uh, movie. It's one of the I. A lot of people don't like this trope, but I love movies about making movies, and this is always like on every list when you look up movies about making movies. Um, but I really want to see it. Um, it's this is kind of like a cornerstone movie um for a lot of people a lot of directors nowadays mention it um but yeah i really want to see eight and a half danny any any Mm -hmm. thoughts on eight and a half yeah is that the one with eminem in it where he's like no that's eight that's eight mile (laughs) oh that's my bad stop it uh my number four uh catch me if you can nice 2002 directed by steven spielberg uh, I don't know anything about this book. I literally know nothing. Not a single thing about this movie. Uh, the true story of Frank... Abagnale. Uh, Ab- Abagnale. Ab- Abagnale. Abagnale. Thank you. Frank Abagnale Jr., who, before his 19th birthday, successfully conned millions of dollars worth of checks as a Pan Am pilot, doctor, and legal prosecutor. An FBI agent makes it his mission to put him behind bars, but Frank not only, only eludes capture, he revels in the pursuit. That sounds fun. This is the best Steven Spielberg movie, and I will die on this hill. Whoa! That's... Are you... What? Yeah. That's... Uh, it is not my favorite, but I think this is his most like skillfully made movie. Whoa. That's like... That's like a big deal to say. I, I honestly, like, I think he puts a lot more into this than than people think. It is very underrated got, in his filmography. This should have... got a 4.0 on Letterboxd. This should have won uh, Leonardo DiCaprio an Oscar. This should have been his first mm-hmm. Oscar, and he was snubbed. Um, but I think, like, skill, like, from a directing standpoint, I think this is, like, skillfully his best-made movie. I'm trying to see if anybody I follow on Letterboxd has it, like, lowly rated. Marcy, three stars. Well, it's not a Marvel movie, so of course it's three stars. Okay. Sorry, Marcy. Um. Yeah, I just, I don't know what it is, what it was about this one. I just have, for some reason, let it completely pass me by. I, I couldn't, I've never, I don't think I've ever even seen a clip of it. It's really I good. I don't know about it. Well, apparently, but it's his best movie. So. I think it. Well, no, it's his most skillfully made movie. Like I think he like okay. he like flaunts his directorial prowess prowess more in this movie okay. than anything else. If re, you really struggled, say directorial prowess. Yeah. There, you do it okay. <laughs> I just tough one for you. I think he. It's just like this is the movie where it's like, oh dang, okay, yeah, Steven Spielberg is really good. Gotcha. Interesting. All but right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I want to see it. It's on my list. Um, okay, my number four is All About Eve. Um, came out in 1950, directed by Joseph L. Mankiewicz. 
Um, this is the brother of of Mank. You remember the movie Mank that came out that everybody yeah. was that Shane was like Honestly, super obsessed with. Honestly, no. Okay, sick. Um, from the moment she closes <laughs> her, I remember that make was a thing. I don't know anything about it. I remember that it existed. I guess. From the moment she glimpses her idol at the stage door, Eve Harrington is determined to take the reins of power away from the great actress Margot Channing. Eve maneuvers her way into Mar- Margot's Broadway role, becomes a sensation, and even causes turmoil in the lives of Margot's director, boyfriend, her playwright, and his wife. Only the cynical drama critic sees through Eve, admiring her audacity and perfect pattern of deceit. Um, Starring uh, Betty Davis and Baxter, George Sanders um, has a 4.3 on Letterboxd, and it is in black and white. Thoughts on All About Eve, Danny? (laughs) I assume it's a biopic about the rapper Eve. Uh, Sounds... I'm not really like I'm kind of tired of biopics, but I guess that's like a pretty decent person. There, so. the tagline is "It's all about women." Dot dot dot, and their men. Eh, well, almost passed the Bechdel test there. <laughs> not huh? a great tagline. Not the best. Uh, okay, my number three. It's the other foreign language film on my list. It's 1985's Ron, directed by Kira Kurosawa. Yes, Ran. Ran. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. Is it just is it just because you're from Houston, Texas that you pronounce it like I, Ran? Or? If I remember correctly, they pronounce it Ran when I watched it. Okay, well, with uh, Ran, Ron, Ran, legendary director Akira Kurosawa reimagines Shakespeare's King Lear as a singular historical epic and set in 16th century Japan. Majestic in scope, the film's Kurosawa's late life masterpiece, the profound examination of the folly of war and the crumbling of one family under the weight of betrayal, greed, and the insatiable thirst for power. Uh, love Kurosawa. Yeah, big curse. How if I haven't seen enough of his movies that I can say I'm genuinely a fan at this point, this one seems like it would be the one that I would be most likely to like. Uh, it's um, the newest. It's in color, lots of bright, fun colors. I, I've seen enough clips of his use of color in this uh, movie to know that like that it would at least be like a really great visual spectacle, which I'm all about. Um, it seems right up my alley. I think there are other Kurosawa films I would push to you before this one i've seen seven samurai i've seen yojimbo you haven't seen rashomon no not yet which is really good that there are other there are others that i would push but this is a really good one i mean he's never made a bad movie right i want to see it it's up there for sure um okay my number three which i believe you've seen but for some reason on letterbox it's not saying that you've seen it um is memories of murder um came out in 2000 um, have you not oh never mind i'm thinking of you saw the um um oh gosh the the departed um oh uh eh, <laughs> infernal infernal affairs Infernal Affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Which rules. Uh, but uh, my number three, Memories of Murder, came out in 2003, directed by Bong Joon Ho. Um, okay. 1986, Gwangi Province. Um, sorry, I definitely mispronounced that. Uh, the body of a young woman is found brutally raped and murdered. Two months later, a series of rapes and murders commences under similar circumstances. And in a country that had never known such crimes, the dark whispers about a serial murderer grow louder. 
A special task force is set up in one area with two local detectives, Park Dumont and Joe Joe Young Gu, joined by detective from Seoul who requested to be assigned to the case. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, it stars um, Song Kang Ho, who's like in every Bong Joon Ho movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, has a four point four on Letterbox. Um, like Akira Kurosawa, Bong Joon Ho has not missed at all yeah um but yeah it's it's a detective it's like a murder mystery detective movie directed by bong joon ho this is like right up yeah, my alley this sounds like i would dig yeah a lot and it's only with infernal affairs rules it's it is 131 minutes so it's a little bit puts you a little bit past your That's bedtime okay. but yeah have you seen infernal affairs yet by the i way? have not better than the departed stand by okay i'm not gonna comment um my number two is Terminator 2. Yes. We've talked about it so much in the Discord. It had to show up. Uh, 90, 1991, directed by James Cameron. Uh, nearly 10 years have passed since Sarah Connor was targeted for termination by a cyborg from the future. Now her son, John, the future leader of the Resistance, is the target for a newer, more deadly Terminator. Once again, the Resistance has managed to send a protector back to attempt to save John and his mother, Sarah. I saw the first one. Sorry. Finally. Who, I did see. Who was it directed by? Uh, Catherine Bigelow's. Okay. Just, just yeah. Mind. Just had to make sure. That's my I'd slip of the tongue. Um, four point three on Letterbox. Of course, I want to see this. This one almost beat Tombstone until a bunch of people that didn't show up for the watch party decided to bombard our Discord with votes for Tombstone, which I respect. I um, it was so bizarre. I I said one comment that I love Tombstone, and then everybody yeah. jumped on the Tombstone train. They went so hard, <laughs> so which it was a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, but I have seen Terminator. I watched it like a week or two ago. Uh, it was good. Yeah. So, and I am glad to hear Terminator Two is better though, because Terminator's a little wonky. Just wait till uh, you get to Terminator Three, mm, and then might stop it too. And then Terminator Genesis. Mm, we'll see. We'll see how two goes. Uh, but of course, I want to see it. I'm excited to see it. It's gonna be a watch party at some point. Yeah. So excited for that. Really good. Um. Okay. My number two. Um. It is. Danny, this movie came out in 1995, and it's in black and white. Okay, so you would obviously Why? love it. Um, did, did they know that you don't? Did they know they didn't have to do that, and that they could make movie in color in 1995? I don't know. We had that. Technology. Um, but my number two is Lahane, uh, directed by Matthew Kasovitz. Um, after a cha- chaotic night of rioting in marginal suburb of Paris, three young friends, Vins, Hubert, and Said, wander around unoccupied waiting for news about the state of health of a mutual friend who has been seriously injured when confronting the police. Um, this is the movie that like set off Vincent Cassell's career. Um, he's the, uh, the Fox or whatever in the oceans movies. If you remember, um, mm-hmm. like oceans 12. Um, he's also yeah. uh Monsoor hood in Shrek. I don't, I don't know who okay. Monster Hood is. I don't remember who that is. Um, but this has a 4.5 on Letterboxd. Um, wow. And it's kind of like the one of the like greatest like French new wave, I think, is what they called like this era of filmmaking. Um, <laughs> movies where they this like kind of just stood out. Um, and I really want to see it. I, it's a gangster, not a gangster movie, but like also a gangster movie in a way it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of young people really mad at stuff so it's why not 
So it's French. It is French. Okay. Yeah. Why? Do you have yeah, a problem with with French films? Well, of, yeah, of course I do. Because you probably French everything. Because you love Portrait of a Lady on Fire. God, I do love Portrait of a Lady. And that on is fire. that is a um, French film. Yeah, I don't want to see this one though. This one sounds uh, th- from the description sounds. Boring. You also famously love but, Pink Panther. I mean, you have a Pink Panther tattoo, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> this is the episode that is. I feel like a- out of all of the episodes of the show we've done, this is top five most likely to get people to like leave us crappy reviews. Like a, I, I think on Apple Podcast. I don't like you uh, to say us because a lot of my movies are movies that people just haven't Listen, like you haven't seen. Unfortunately, they can't just leave a review for me. I think you're, it's you're bunched in with me. Here. Well, just you know, heads up for everyone: you they, can say specifically they would leave a rankings. You review. can say Danny in the review if you want to. Yeah, but there's no like section to just review Danny. There's right. just rankings review. But in your review, please put Danny because um, he's the one who hasn't That's seen fine. all these movies that he should have seen. Remember the one guy who gave us a one star review because we said we like Daniel Radcliffe. Oh yeah, awesome. what was that in reference to? What? don't remember because it wasn't we the harry it wasn't the harry potter specific no i th- I think it's because i said he we said he was like a fun villain which he is he undoubtedly is like a very fun villain yeah character like actor whatever um my number one uh, this one's borderline inexcusable there's no reason for me not to have seen this one because by all accounts i should absolutely love it i just don't i don't know i haven't seen either of them it's paddington too oh my god what you haven't seen paddington i know either of them no don't know why oh i haven't avoided it just haven't seen it uh 2017 directed by paul king paddington now happily settled with the browns picks up a series of odd jobs to buy the perfect present for his aunt lucy but it's stolen uh 4.2 one letter yeah i don't know why i haven't seen this one there's no reason for it there's no excuse haven't avoided it just haven't really watched it for some reason this is ridiculous this is like yeah this is i i agree this is the most ridiculous one on my list that i haven't seen i should see it yeah seems delightful i love delightful things that's crazy i know i'm with you can't believe that you would love you would absolutely love that movie i believe it yeah i just for some reason i haven't paddington is essentially like if you mixed winnie the pooh with ted lasso yeah it sounds awesome it sounds so good that's crazy um Okay, my number one is an Akira Kurosawa film. It is the, I think it's the only Akira Kurosawa film I haven't seen. Um, It's High and Low. Um, Came out in 1963. An executive of a shoe company becomes a victim of extortion when his chauffeur's son is kidnapped and held for ransom. Um, Has a 4.6 on Letterboxd. Um, this is, yeah, this is the only reason it's on my list is this is the last thing for me to watch in my Akira Kurosawa filmography. Um, and I don't follow anyone that has this under four and a half stars. Well, yeah. Cool. I could see this one. This one sounds better than the last one. It, it is in black and white. Yeah. And it's a hundred and samurai. So is your Jimbo. It's 142 minutes. Yeah, I listen. I'll, there are some filmmakers that I'll I'll make some concessions for, and characters I was one of them. Yeah. All right, sweet. Let's 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 go ahead and take a break right now. Let's get Shane in here. I'm gonna I gotta prepare myself. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me and Ty. As we talk about movies we should have seen. I feel like a lot of this show. 
and like a lot of our movie episodes end up turning into a movies we should see specifically movies i should see uh discussion a lot of our discord conversations (laughs) turn into a movies we should see discussion so it's a wonder we haven't done this episode by now um i'm glad we finally did this one's fun we just got done recording almost three hours so i'm sorry or you're welcome depending on on where you land there we're gonna be joined in a second by shane we love shane um shane was the perfect guest for this because he gets real mad at me when i haven't seen some movies so uh he was we absolutely had to have him on for this one uh want to jump in here let you guys know next week's episode uh it's a music episode which i feel like maybe we haven't done in a while but that also might be a lie all of our episodes kind of blend together for me but we're gonna be talking about songs you've probably forgotten with our friend tobin so might be like early 2000s heavy from us just because me and ty are about the same age uh so like maybe a uh, probably a lot from that genre maybe some 90s country in there but movie or songs that you like have probably heard a lot when you were younger and like were popular a long time ago that you maybe haven't heard in a while. So I think that could be fun. I love these music episodes. I love Tobin. So I'm excited to do this. I also want to give a shout out to uh, our patrons, um, the our $5 and up patrons, people supporting us uh, monthly, giving us money for this dumb, dumb show. Uh, and I'm so thankful for it. It's so cool of you. Um, we just released uh, even more Desert Island Top 5s for our patrons. We did that as a main feed episode, and people seemed to like it and gave us a whole bunch more ideas. And so we figured, hey, why not do even more of them for, for the patrons? Um, there's also a whole bunch of, like, not a ton, but there's like five or six, seven backlog episodes that you get access to if you join the $5 and up tiers uh, of our Patreon. But I want to give a shout out to Tanner McCandlish, Steve McCaskill, Patty Houlihan, Kyle Binduho, Kevin Riley, Callie Hochstetler, Sam Salvi, Dave Nato, Brandon Ulrich, Zach Rich, Ryan Yeager, Ron Menez, Rod Schweinsberg, Robbie McGowan, Pat Lusk, and Meredith, aka Juice. Love you guys. Thanks so much. Back to the show. We are back with this week's special guest judge, a man that when I sent him our list this week, he <laughs> responded in lowercase letters with the period, period at the end, LOL. Uh, and I've been I've been scared ever since. Just lowercase L O L period. It's Shane Byerly. Shane, what's up, buddy? Hey, good to be here. Yeah, I didn't feel the need to explain further than just L O L. It encapsulated so many emotions, so many feelings in three it short was the letters. Period. It was the period at the end that like Yeah, I've a period after an all lowercase L O L is very aggressive. It's sinister. Yeah. Like I was, I've never felt like someone was more mad at me than I was in that moment. So I've been, I've been mentally and emotionally preparing myself all week for this. It's better than if he had sent just K that's the (laughs) worst response you could get. Honestly though, it might not like this might've been worse. It was all lowercase and Shane's an all caps, LOL guy. If you know Shane, if you've talked enough about Shane, he's an all caps LOL with an exclamation point guy and has been since I've known him. This is lowercase with a period. I'm scared. I'm so scared for my life, for my mental health. I have yeah, we are the first and only generation who now cares about texting grammar, right? Yeah. Like boomers <laughs> and, and even like Gen Xers, they don't care about that. They're too old yeah. for it. Like, so like millennials on down, we're the first people who really care about like, oh, these were lowercase letters. That means well, something. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shane, how long did it take for you to decipher whose list is whose? 
I mean, uh, one one millisecond. It didn't even. I mean, look, the, the, the dead giveaway was the fact that the honorable mentions. One of them is the Police Story trilogy, which is Jackie Chan's work in Hong Kong back in the eighties and nineties. The other honorable mention section was quote boring and old. It's like okay, I, I know immediately. Like we didn't even need to put list A and list B on these. There was no mystery here. I figure. So I knew this would be the episode that would get me in the most trouble. Not only with you, but with our listeners and probably reviewers. I feel like people are going to give us bad reviews because I'm such a turd on this episode. Figure I lean. I got to lean into it. I can't avoid it. I just got to lean into it. Uh, And so I fully, I fully did. And I respect it, dude. I respect it. We'll get into it. But I'm saying, look, just because I knew whose list was whose does not mean that I immediately judged it one way or the other. You know what I mean? Ty asked me if I had any thoughts on eight and a half after he tried to pitch it to me. And I said, is that the one with Eminem? So like, I didn't, do that I didn't that's do the sequel to eight episode. mile. Yeah. 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 It's just a little bit further. Um, we got a lot to get to this episode. We got a lot of emails. Shane, you want to give kind of a eulogy for Netflix DVD. Um, we've, we've got so much content, so much, I assume yelling to get to, um, why, let's just dive right into it, if that's okay with you. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, as we record this episode, it's September 28th. I don't want to timestamp the episode. I always like for you guys' stuff to be timeless. But just to give it a frame of reference, when people listen to this 150 years from now, um, it's <laughs> oh, September 28th of 2023. And tomorrow, Netflix DVD is closing their doors. And for someone like me, that's I, like I've, I've, I'm not downplaying the word. I'm not making light of it. But I've literally gone through like a small stage of depression thinking about it. Because for me, this is how I've consumed most movies in my home for the last 15 years. Um, and what really kind of makes me sad or what makes me a little bit scared is that so many movies that you want to see, especially if you're a student of film that are hard to find or they're foreign films or they're indie films, those films are, are very challenging to find on streaming services. And so I, it, it does kind of worry me a little bit that there are so many movies that are going to get lost in the shuffle now because in order to see them, you have to pony up four bucks on iTunes or you have to buy the disc on Amazon. Um, and so it's, it's, it's kind of a weird crossroads in terms of the, like, like as we sit on the eve of like a big divergent point in the home entertainment market. And as a result, the film market, um, it, it's kind of a weird thing. So I know Netflix DVD gets a lot of, you know, there's a, there's a lot of jokes about it because it seems like an outdated format, but it's like, the, that's the truth is that there are so many movies documentaries, indie films, foreign films that just don't really make it onto streaming services because the licensing fees just aren't, you know, they're too high to justify putting a movie on a service, but getting it on Netflix DVD was the best way to see it. Um, that it just, it's a real bummer, man. It, my, my movie viewing habits are going to change dramatically uh, more than they have in the last 15 years. And, and the thing that, that, that really bothers me is I don't know I don't have any answers, right. Of like where we're going to go here. Right. Because if you were to pick, let's just say if we were to pick five of the movies from either of you guys queue, there could be three of those that are on different streaming services. So let's just say conservatively, those are 10 bucks a month. So now we're at $30 a month just to stream those three. And the other two, they're not on any streaming service. So your only option is to go to, uh, you know, to iTunes or whatever and pay four ninety nine to rent them. And so now you're looking at you've already spent thirty, forty, five dollars to watch five movies 
And if you had Netflix DVD, you could have paid thirteen ninety nine a month and gotten two DVDs at once, you know, sent to you kind of unlimited for the last, you know, for, for as long as you can, as many as you can handle. So it's kind of weird. It's, it definitely feels like a turning point. And it's, I, I just, I, I, I just worry that there's going to be a lot of like cult classic movies and a lot of indie films and foreign films that are going to get left in the dust because they're just not a part of any streaming service. So it's not easy to discover them anymore. Um, you guys aren't huge Netflix DVD fans, but wh- tell me about like when you guys are looking for content, like if you're like, Oh, I, I don't know what I want to watch. What do you guys do in terms to find new movies? Like what's your kind of go-to move on? Like, I don't know. I want to watch something and it's a movie. How do you start through that? So, uh, on letterbox, I've essentially put like thousands of movies on my watch list and there you can shuffle your watch list on letterbox so i'll shuffle it and i'll like sort it i have like every streaming service just like between me and all my brothers and my family i have every streaming service so i'll just sort it i'll make sure like it only shows up what's on a streaming service and i'll just shuffle the watch list and then that's what shows up or i'm really bored one night and i just want to watch anchorman 2 because why not (laughs) right but yeah that's kind of i yeah. I also use Letterbox. Just basically whatever my friends have been watching gives me the, oh, I should watch that. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you keep them in your Letterbox list, and then when you go to a site that lets you know like where they're streaming, if it's not available, you just shuffle it back to the back of the deck, essentially, yeah. until it comes up again. So what's, what's great about Letterbox is it's like partnered with Just Watch. So if you are on a certain um, subscription level, it'll show you where to watch it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That might honestly, you guys have been haranguing me to get a letterbox for years now. Those were the magic words that might have literally just pushed me over the edge because I need a way to keep track of the movies that I want to watch. And I use justwatch.com all the time to keep track of, oh, it's on Peacock. Oh, it's on Paramount Plus. It's on whatever. Um, so I, so that might be the, the push to get me to finally get on letterbox for sure. Yeah, being, and then being able to keep a watch list. Like when you're thinking yeah. of a movie, like somebody mentions a movie and you're like, Oh, I haven't seen that. I should being able to just go and click and add it to a watch list that you can access whenever is pretty big. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, if you have a VPN, you can like sort it by like Netflix, Netflix UK or, you know, from anywhere else. And you can, I don't know if anyone here has a VPN, but it is amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of content on different, like, regional Netflix services. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's cool. Yeah, those are all good solutions. I I, Frankly, I didn't even think about the VPN thing. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the the important thing, if if you're listening to this and and you also had Netflix DVD, which is unlikely, but – the, the, the point is, if, if you're listening to this and you're and you're starting to feel a little bit concerned about where do I find all these movies, my 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 honest plea is just don't give up on trying to watch good movies. Right. Just because some, you might have to pay a few dollars to watch a movie that you've been told is really good. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes if you can afford it, chunk in those extra couple bucks. Right. You know what I mean? Like plop down three ninety nine to watch that movie if that's your only option or whatever, because there are some movies that because they're not readily available are just going to get lost to the sands of time. And that's a bummer. So that's my, that's my plea is don't stop giving up trying to find good movies just because, you know, I, the New York times did a, did an article recently. They're talking about Netflix DVD. They did a a study that since 1970, there have been 23,000 wide release American movies since 1970. And currently across all streaming services, there are 7,500 movies. 
that you can stream oh, at any wow. given moment. So you yeah. do the math. That's that's less than one third of all movies that America just America alone has produced are available on streaming. So don't you know? Don't be aware. Don't be afraid to chip in a couple of bucks or like if it's a movie that you really think you'll like, buy that DVD. You know, and just help yeah. support the business and keep movies going. That's all. This all this talk makes me miss Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I really want to go to Blockbuster right now, spend an hour looking for a movie, and then rent a, rent a DVD and buy some Twizzlers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, like, kids these days will never know the agony of going to a Blockbuster late on a Friday night because your parents insisted that you eat dinner at home and that dinner's more important. And then you get over to Blockbuster at 7.45 p.m. and they're completely out of every single copy of Die Hard 4. They're just yeah. out. So then you do that awkward thing where you hang around for 20 minutes and just kind of eyeball everybody who walks back in the store like, what are, you, what are you dropping back? Are you dropping off? Is that Die Hard 4? Can I take that with you? Kids will never know that, right? You just pull it up now. and Yeah, but God, I, I miss the old days of Blockbuster. Who knows? Wouldn't that be bizarre if because Netflix DVD is ending and there's no one-size-fits-all service where you get like all these movies, wouldn't it be bizarre if, if Blockbuster starts opening up a few stores here and there across the country. That'd be kind of crazy. It would like, be amazing. It would just full circle. We go to the streaming service era yeah. and then Blockbuster reopens. Let's, yeah. open, <laughs> yeah. let's open up a new video rental slash bookstore. I'm down. Yeah. I'm, down. I'm in on that. Business. The next thing business. you know, like all the nineties trends are coming back. Jinko jeans are going to be in again. Yeah. That's going to be huge. <laughs> well, Danny's Danny's <laughs> been rocking Jinko yeah. jeans for I a while. I haven't let that die. I'll never <laughs> let it die. Keeping it going strong, baby. Literally the definition of parachute pants because they're so large you could just jump out of a plane yeah. with them and kind of Mary yeah. Poppins your way down. Yeah, you guys are going to be pissed whenever you're plummeting to your death, but not your boy. <laughs> not me. All right. Speaking of movies that we should see, movies that we should seek out, movies that we shouldn't let be lost to the sands of time. I'm trying really hard. This is not a good segue. Uh, let's get into our list. We got a lot. got a lot to get to. Um, I'm excited to hear Shane's reactions. I'm excited to get their emails. We got a whole bunch of them. So yeah. if you're ready, if there are no further questions, comments, concerns, eulogies, um, let's, let's get on to our <laughs> yeah, list. Yeah. List A, the honorable mentions, the category or the theme is boring and old. Uh, it's Lawrence of Arabia, Casablanca, <sighs> and Citizen Kane. Yeah. Number ten is <laughs> number ten is No Country for Old Men. Nine is North by Northwest. Eight is You've Got Mail. Seven is the thing. Six is Chunking Express. Five is Good Time. Five is catch or four is Catch Me If You Can. Three is Ron or Ran or we don't. I could, we couldn't figure it out. Uh, two is Terminator Two and number one is Paddington Two. List B: The honorable mentions. It's the Police Story trilogy. Police Story, Police Story Two, Police Story Three, Super Cop. Number ten: Dial M for Murder. Uh, nine: E Two Mama Tambien. Uh, eight is Some Like It Hot. Seven is Double Indemnity. Six is All That Jazz. Five is Eight and a Half. Four is all about Eve. Three is memories of murder. Two is Lahane, and number one is high and low. Shane, you have the floor. Okay, so again, let's dispense with the list A, list B, because there was just no yep. point in that. So, yep. okay, f first, first question that goes out to both of you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that these lists are based on personal choices, just in terms of like, oh, I want to see this, right, whatever. What is the number one movie on each of your lists that has the highest percentage of somebody going like? You haven't seen this? Like, God, like, how have you missed this movie? No honorable mentions, but one through ten, what's the one movie that it's like, this is on my list because there are 15 people that have been like, good Lord, I haven't, you haven't seen this movie, that movie, you know. I, 
I don't think there's any movie on my list where multiple people have been maybe maybe memories of murder i feel like that's Mm. a lot of people love that movie but like mine are kind of justifiably i haven't seen them danny's probably it's all of them (laughs) terminator 2 is the biggest one the biggest one yeah i was i I thought that i was going to suggest that might be the case on on your list there danny yeah that's the number one i did see terminator uh, the first one for the first time like a couple weeks ago so I have nice. seen that one at least now. Nice. But yeah, okay. that's that's always the one where people are like, what the hell? Why haven't, why haven't you seen that yet? So yeah, that, exactly. Uh, no, no Country for Old Men is maybe second, probably. A lot of people yeah. are not thrilled that I haven't seen that one. So That's yeah. the one that I've probably badgered Danny about the most. No Country no for Old Men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are there are a number of, of, of movies on each of these lists that it seems like that it's it's almost inexplicable that you've like some your life has just led you down a path where you've like avoided hey, you, them. Shane, you're being so nice. You don't have to say that about Ty's list. You, you can just admit <laughs> you're like, oh, there's movies on both lists. You don't have to do. No, that. no, no. On Ty's list, like, I mean, number eight, like how have you lived a life where someone has not grabbed you by the like by the shoulders and forced you down and said, we are watching some like it hot. We're so doing because we. You because are the only person, white chicks, dude. Yeah, you are the only person. Yeah, first off, we found out that White Chicks is a remake of Some Like It Hot, which we did not know. I was reading <laughs> the summary of it and just realized it. But you're the only person in my life who has said to watch Some Like It Hot. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, you need better friends. I mean, uh, that's <laughs> that's the bottom line there. Yeah. Um, but with Danny's, I mean, there like there are so many movies on that list that are like. What I like about Danny's list is that it's just an honest assessment of movies that I should see. I think Terminator 2 is the only movie on that list that, like, 9 out of 10 people would just be like, what? You haven't seen this movie? Yeah. So they're, what I yeah. like about each of these lists is they're fair and they're honest, you know? And it kind of blends, I should have seen this by now, in addition to, I also just want to see yeah. Um, yeah. this movie. My, my top 10 is all movies that I actually do genuinely want to see. Uh, honorable yeah. mentions are not but my top 10 is the, the yeah. way i made my list is i went to my watch list on letterbox sorted it by highest average rating and then that's how i ranked them from one to ten yeah okay i got gotcha. you yeah. yeah yeah all right so this might be something that you guys have previously discussed but let me ask you this as a bonus to all of your listeners the, the rank princes and princesses are you committing to say one calendar year from now completing these lists so that i will i will (laughs) guarantee you one calendar year for now i I will have seen the majority of my list danny fair enough danny still has to play Baldur's gate (laughs) there's a lot yeah what if we took off the honorable mentions and just went one through ten like all of them danny just take a break just take a break from Baldur's gate (laughs) for two hours and watch a movie i don't really want to (laughs) <laughs> um, I so like we started doing we started doing monthly watch parties so once a month basically the discord is going to make me watch a movie and we're all going to kind of watch it together yeah and okay. I are going to be talking about it where they can listen in. Terminator 2 is going to be picked for that at yeah. some point yeah yeah um, I want I'm in hoping, on that I'll be, I'll be there for that yes. I'm hoping the thing is what's picked for October this year uh, I know it's going to be a please. scary movie and I yeah. hope it's that one That, but now that I've said that they won't pick it because they're all mean because <laughs> um, everybody on your discord is jerks and they hate you yeah yeah i could see like catch me if you can being picked for a watch party um because it's ty said it's like steven spielberg's 
best technical movie, which is a, I think a he's big deal skill- to say, I feel. Yeah, skillfully. Very good. Oh, Very underrated. Um, Should have yeah, won multiple Oscars. I, I will say half of this list I will certainly have seen a, a year from now, but Ooh. I don't know. Sometimes I just don't want to watch movies. I will guarantee you that Danny has, will have seen Paddington 2 and Terminator 2 a year from now. Yeah, that sounds right. A year from now, yeah. yeah. If, if we lived closer, Danny, I would literally have tackled you and forced you to watch Paddington 2. That <laughs> movie makes me ugly cry at the end of it yeah. every single time because it, like it happy tears because it's such a mm-hmm. like a heartwarming ending that like oh my god paddington 2 and i want to be 100 percent clear i was way on the paddington 2 train before nicholas cage and pedro pascal got on that that bandwagon <laughs> in that movie that they did I, I love that movie so no these are great lists they're honest lists they're straightforward and they're you know they, they have a clear action plan right to, to finish all these movies i don't think that there's anything on here that's going to be particularly difficult to find um, in one way, shape, or form. Is there any movie that made you guys' list because you caught bits of it uh, and you're like, oh, I saw five minutes of this on TV and now I just want to finish it or, uh, you know, something like that? Um, yeah, high and low. I saw, yeah. like, there was, like, something... I can't remember what I was on, like, YouTube or TikTok or something, but there was, like, three minutes of high and low. Yeah. And that, yeah, like, I, and it's the only Kurosawa film I still haven't seen. I was going to say, don't yeah. you worry, my friend. We are going to get to Kurosawa here in just a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. What about Actually, you, Danny? No. Anything that you feel like? I'm like, I'm looking at my list and I don't remember. I mean, I probably have seen the most clips from No Country for Old Men, but they're all Javier Bardem walking. Yeah, and or it's the coin toss like, scene at the yeah. gas station. Yeah, it's like, that's the one. Like, I've seen, I've seen those clips, but like North by Northwest, you've got mail. The thing, Chunking Express, Good Time, Catch Me If You Can, Ron. I haven't seen, I haven't seen clips of any. I've seen like a clip of Ron or Ran or however the heck you say it. Um, I've seen like a clip of that. I mean, I've seen a little bit of Paddington Two clips, but it's mostly just him saying cute stuff on TikTok. Yeah sometimes it's fine uh, and then of course like the terminator 2 i've seen uh, a, a few like clips and stuff of that but not a good time really yeah, yeah i hear you okay good well good well I mean, again I, I think the important thing about these lists is that nothing feels particularly forced except for the boring and old section but uh <laughs> is you know but... were, were you insulted that danny included a movie that you sent him a dvd of like almost <laughs> two years ago I know. I know. That's my form of bullying is buying people things and then just slowly guilting them into watching it. Yeah, I know. I did, I did say Ty brought it up and I was like, it was kind of messed up if you think about it. He knew I didn't want to watch it and now he's guilt tripping me by buying it for it. Incredibly nice. Kind of messed up. It's, it's like if you bought somebody like a vacuum as a gift and then every time you go over to the house, the vacuum is still in the corner, unwrapped, unboxed, like it's still boxed, yeah. you know, whatever. You're just like, like inspecting the carpet be like, Ooh, a little dirty. <laughs> you could really use this vacuum that's why i bought it yeah exactly little insulted but that's all right again you're lucky that we live 1500 miles away that's all i'm saying <laughs> i honestly at this point it's been talked about so much 
I assumed it was going to get picked for we should watch a movie and it didn't. And now I'm assuming it's going to get picked for like a watch party or like somebody's going to make me watch it for this show and they haven't yet. And I'm, it's got to be content at this point. We've talked about it too much for me not to turn citizen Kane into content basically. Yeah, exactly. And the funny thing too, is I'm now like Ty, give me your opinion on this. I'm now just convinced that like, it's going to be a little anticlimactic because at the end of it, Danny's going to be like, that was pretty good. Like, yeah. he's not going to fall out of his chair, but he's also not going to be like, that sucked. That was boring. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, decent. Pretty good. He, I like that. He's, you know? he's going to do the patented, I see why it's good. It's just not for me. Danny I'm the response. king of that freaking, I'm the king of that sucky move, dude. I'm, I'm the I understand how good yeah. it is. I just don't yeah. like it. It's that's just my, not for me. Yeah. yeah, that's who I am, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I dig it. Look, these are both good lists. We will, I will announce a winner at, at a certain point here, um, mm-hmm. in the future. Uh, but uh, these are good lists. No, there was, there was, you know, honestly, there was like nothing minus the honorable mentions, boring and old section. There was nothing <laughs> in this list that like made me, my jaw like hit the floor. So I get it. I mean, the, the bottom line is there's so many good movies out there that you can't can't see them all, you know? Yeah. I, I joke I all know. the time. I'm pretty that... sure I've seen all the good movies because uh, <laughs> I saw Top Gun Maverick. So <laughs> That's true. You've seen all the good movies since 2021. You've definitely what seen them all. What <laughs> else 14. is there? You know, what else is there? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's come back to those lists in just a moment. Let me kind of quickly go through my list just because I'm yeah. sure everyone is hanging on the edge of their seat. Oh, yeah. Um, so most of my list is fairly uninteresting. Um, I I mean, like Ty, I've watched a lot of movies, so I, I legitimately just put together a list of things that I wanted to see tying it back into, I hope you have a movie that like I love, or I've seen a bunch on here and I just get to like dunk on you. There's going to be, there's going to be two opportunities for you to do that. I'm I'm fairly certain that of my list, you haven't seen eight of them, but two of them potentially. Oh, so you Um, haven't seen cats yet. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Cats is required viewing, but you just can't watch cats in a normal state. You have to be in some sort of altered state where whatever your preference for an altered state is, do that and watch cats. I would say you most know? people haven't seen cats because you haven't really seen it until you've seen the butthole cut. That's true. Yeah. True. That's, I think I'm going to go funny. see Cats with Lauren Boebert uh, on Broadway next week. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a wild ride. Um, okay. So my so my list is kind of a combination of a couple of things that I've been trying to do. When when Netflix was ending, or when I heard that Netflix was ending, it put me in a dead sprint to watch every Kurosawa film that I have not seen, which was surprisingly more than I thought. I'm obviously not going to be able to finish all of those movies before Netflix uh, ends or whatever. And then also it, it brought me to mind that like there are a couple of films from the AFI greatest 100 American movies list that I also have not seen. So the bottom line is my list is kind of a combination of those two, but there's definitely two movies that are not on either list, um, or maybe they are, but, I, but, but they were just personal choices of mine. So we'll go through them really quickly. Um, my honorable mentions in no particular order are Sullivan's Travels from 1941, uh, Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans from 1927, and Swing Time from 1936. Those are all movies that are on the AFI greatest list. I think Sullivan's Travels is a Preston Sergis film about movie making. Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans is like one of the first movies that ever had a score and like oh, synchronized nice. sound effects and things of that. They say it's incredible. Uh, and Swing Time is a Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers 
rom-com uh, tap dancing musical and they kind of say it's the best of all of their movies together so those are just movies that i need to see that i just have not yet they didn't make i don't know didn't make movies that long ago I've I've never seen Danny zone out harder than your honorable mentions. <laughs> I know, his eyes just glazed over. I didn't listen, I didn't listen to any of that, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, strap in. We got ten more of these. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see how the Rangers are doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel free. Uh, okay, number ten. Best years of our lives, 1946. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? I think I kind of goofed on my list. Number nine is uh, number nine is also Sunrise, the Song of Two Humans. But I think I probably meant to put something else. Uh, so I'll correct that in the final. <laughs> number eight is, and this is where Ty, feel free to jump in. There's a couple Kurosawa films I have not seen. Number eight is Stray Dog from 1949. Ooh. Yeah. Toshiro Mifune, right? Another crime noir thriller that he did. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching that one. Number seven is the Clark Gable uh, rom-com, I think, would Happen One Night from 1934. Yeah. Never seen that before. I haven't seen I that either. Them. Nice. Yeah, that's on my list. Uh, number six is Rhapsody in August, uh, one of Kurosawa's last films, color film, too, from 1991. Number five is The Philadelphia Story from 1940, Cary oh, Grant, Jimmy so, Stewart. So good. Very, yeah, very ne- good. Never seen it. I think I always confuse The Philadelphia Story with Philadelphia, the Tom Hanks movie where he has AIDS. <laughs> very different. Very yeah. different vibes. <laughs> and it's, yeah, completely different vibes. And I kind of always confuse them in my head. And I'm like, well, I don't want to watch. That's a bummer of a movie. I don't want to watch that. Is that so the finally movie getting John Travolta's my. an angel? Uh, is it? I don't know. I, no. I've actually never seen Philadelphia either, <laughs> but that's not on my list of like, I got to watch what, this movie. What I, I don't know what Danny's talking about right now. <laughs> Hold on, movie where? Oh no, it's a. Uh, never mind. There is a movie where John Travolta is an angel, but it's Michael. Why did I think it was Philadelphia? <laughs> My, the word. F- Philadelphia, the city of Michael Lee Love. That's uh, probably <laughs> it. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> um, okay. Uh, as we get into uh, my top four, so number four it, uh, for for anybody who actually cares, which nobody does, is Keiji Musha from Akira Kurosawa, nineteen eighty. This three hour Jedi Geki movie that he made. That's like this epic samurai war movie. It will be my last Netflix disc that I get Ooh. tomorrow, and I get to keep it forever because they're like you don't have to send anything back. That's so awesome. I, so I'm getting a copy of that uh, for sure. So KG Musha is my number four. You need to make it like an event. Like get yeah. you need to make something really nice for dinner. Have a really good drink while you're watching it. Like make it yeah, yeah. some sake or yeah. some Japanese whiskey or something. Yeah. yeah. What was the whiskey that he did that? Did you guys ever see that commercial that Kurosawa did a commercial with Francis Ford Coppola? It's the same brand of whiskey. Suntory. That's what it is. It's the same brand of whiskey that Bill Murray's doing a commercial for in Lost in Translation. Oh, um, no. I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. How, how awesome would that have been to be on set that day? Kurosawa and Francis Ford Coppola just hanging out, drinking whiskey. Yeah. yeah I'd you know, have sent <laughs> my whole paycheck to be there. Uh, okay. Top three movies that I have not seen. Number three, and this might surprise some people, I've never seen the 1982 film Sophie's Choice. Oh. I hear that that movie is such a bummer. Yeah. If I understand correctly, the movie is about Sophie deciding which one of her children the Nazis are going to kill in a concentration camp. That sounds intense. You, I, am I wrong? Or? This? I think it's she decides if they kill her husband or her child. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's a little bit okay. That's different, but still, I mean, yeah. bummer of a movie to say the least. It's Meryl Streep. And, you, and you like you like want to see that like on purpose. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty stellar acting. Yeah, for Meryl I, Streep. I didn't. I mean, Meryl Streep so. probably won an won an Academy Award, one of her thirteen Academy Awards or something. Yeah. So that's on Sounds my list. Like a bummer. 
Okay, so that might that was I thought that might be the only one that uh, that, that okay. Uh, number two, the my two on my list, the the top Kurosawa movie I still have not seen is The Bad Sleep Well from 1960. Yeah, uh, that was not on your list, Ty. So I was surprised. We we all the funny thing is all three of us have movies from Kurosawa on our list because um, uh, Danny, you have Ron. I think it's Ron, but uh, you have Ron there in number three. That movie. Are you is sure? A- because Ty very confidently corrected me and said Ram. Like he stopped me mid sentence and goes, uh, "It's Ram." I remember so, them saying, pronouncing it like that so during like, the movie. Maybe I'm remembering sure, it wrong. Shane? Perhaps it's one of those situations where, it, like, his name is Martin Scorsese, but when you hear him say it, he says it's Scorsese, and it's like, "No, Marty, you're wrong. You're pronouncing your own name wrong. Yeah. It's Scorsese. We all know that. It's not Scorsese. Don't be ridiculous. Tomato, Perhaps tomato. It's a tie is from South Texas. <laughs> tomato, yeah, tomato. Might also be it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so the bad, the bad sleep well from 1960. The number one film, and this is uh, not only is it a movie that I do want to see. Well, I'm a little scared to see it, but it's a movie that I have been yelled at for years now for not actually having watched. It is 1973's William Friedkin's masterpiece, The Exorcist. Oh, I have never, shame. I have never seen that movie. I've been way too scared to do it. Um, but I will say this forcing me to write this list down and putting it at number one it has shamed me into embarrassment where where i'm like okay it's it's about to be october i will watch no, it this october i will i will be in between october 1st and the 31st i will complete watching this movie it's, it's so it. good it's so good and it's a really good like behind the scenes movie like everything that yeah, happened the while they the were scenes, making but it don't watch the actual movie that would probably it's be so good than watching it best best horror score in my opinion of all time yeah yeah the worst episode of we should watch a movie i ever had to record (laughs) okay nice i well have you seen it so you have seen it danny yeah he was forced he was forced to watch it i I gave it one star it's one of my lowest rated movies on letterboxd (laughs) one star or as i like to call it two stars more than david fincher's masterpiece seven yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, what's what's my film? Not like a ton. Seven. I've rated seven hundred and twenty-two movies on Letterboxd in total, uh, and it's Exorcist is one of my lowest. It's yeah, it's so good. Danny has it at one star. I have it at five stars. It's our yeah, most I mean, divisive the, movie. I well, I feel like the fact that Danny rated it so low is is synonymous with the fact that it's effectively scary. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> It's very yeah. just raw. I I've just seven, avoided. I give seven two and a half stars. It's not bad. <laughs> two and a half stars. Not oh bad. god, <laughs> not bad. I think you, uh, specifically you said I see why people like this yeah. movie, but it's just not for me. I just can't. Yeah, yeah, that was probably one of those. That that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. Are you surprised, Danny, that there is a movie that you have seen that I have not? A little, yeah. Um, yeah. But to be fair, I would never have seen it of my own accord. I yeah, someone had to strap you down to a chair. Yeah, I was forced to for a podcast, and I complained about it loudly the entire time. So did it, was it was it? We should watch a movie. Did Ellen yeah. and, and Dan and yeah. Ty have to said, tie you down? And, yeah. yeah, and I was not happy about it. I was so unhappy. Those I think I think both you and Ellen hadn't seen it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I've tried to zone that entire experience out of my brain. <laughs> it's so I've, good i've whitewashed that out of my mind as yeah. through years of therapy at this point yeah <laughs> tried to really yeah tried to. 
Well, we'll see. I, I will tell you this. Like, I, I, I was forced into watching. I saw uh, Oppenheimer a couple of months ago in theaters, and it was on the IMAX screen, too. And right before the movie started, they forced that Exorcist Believer trailer on me. And I was like, nope, don't like that. Will yeah, hard pass. That looks that looks terrifying. I'm I'm way out on that. Like I'm gonna have nightmares for a month. There's just no way. <laughs> I'm with you. No I can't wait. I can't wait for that it. to come out. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. You text me, let me know how you dug it. But otherwise, yeah, the, the exorcist is all you're gonna get from me. And the only reason I'm watching it is because it's been certified as a bona as a classic at this yeah. point. So I gave it five know. stars. Ellen gave it four stars. So I think you're gonna like it. All right, yeah, fair enough. But Danny gave it one star, so I don't know. I, not. Yeah. <laughs> All equally valid opinions, I think, probably. We'll see. Maybe I'll just give it three stars and go, I get how some people like this, but maybe not for me. It's a good move. It's a good move. It's such a cop the old, out. The old wiser classic, yeah. It's a great move. You can borrow it. I'll let you. It's I don't such care. a cop out. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So as I said, my list was was an earnest list, but it's it's not you know there's nothing any other than perhaps The Exorcist. I don't think there's anything on there that's like crazy wild. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So in terms of the winner between list A, whose list is that? We will never know. Versus list B, <laughs> I I will explain my thought process. The, as a <laughs> okay, the the reason why I'm going to give it to this list is because. I think for, well, you know what? I'm not even going to bury the lead. The winner here for me is list A. And the reason why the winner is list A is because Ty is a student. Well, Ty is a student of cinema, right? So putting together this list probably took him five minutes because it's like, these are all movies that I'm planning on watching. I want to watch these, you know, like they're, they're on my list. I'm, I'm working on it. I imagine that Danny spent an hour and a half compiling his list. Spent a little bit. <laughs> but the fact that he's being honest about, I should watch these movies, I want to watch Thank these you. movies, there was real effort put into that. Not to say that Thank Ty you. didn't put in effort, but I feel like if there wasn't a podcast here, Ty would have just watched all these movies on his own because Very they're true. good movies. Yeah. Danny's going to get publicly shamed into watching these <laughs> movies now. And yeah. he put forth an effort into these are movies I want to watch, I should see. So I feel like just because of the extra effort, and because of this scenario, I'm, I got to give Thank the win you. to list A today. Thank yeah. you. That felt very condescending, but I, I still will expect, <laughs> accept the win. I'm, will, it's a backhanded compliment, but I mean I it earnestly. Though. <laughs> I will graciously accept this win. I deserve it. I worked really hard for this. Thank you. I'm not you surprised did. that he was going to win this list. Yeah, like, but I'm only going on the list. The honorable yeah. mentions, they get right in. Because if I have to count the honorable mentions, Danny loses by a hundredfold because he called <laughs> Casablanca boring and old. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now yeah, it's, it's well, the Discord's responsibility, since Danny won, to bully him as much as possible into watching these movies. Listen, we've got a, there's a, a, a once a month, there's a monthly watch party. Okay. Well, let me Feel because I'm the judge and I get to make the rules here, you can uh-huh. bully him into Paddington 2. Yeah. You can yeah. bully him into Terminator, Ron, catch me if you can. You don't get to bully anybody into watching Good Time. That's an overrated n- nonsense movie. Okay. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. I love that movie. Yeah. Come on. The Safety brothers are like fine. Like their movies are like oh. nah. I I, fight, I mean fight. fight, fight. I yeah, love fight. that movie. Yeah, sorry, bro. Like I, I I the only reason I watched it is because Matt Reeves was like, I saw it and I was like, This kid's Batman. And I watched it and I was like, This kid shouldn't be in movies. So Oh my gosh. I, like I yeah, good time. Uh, don't don't bully Danny for good time. 
Chunking Express, like that's a foreign film. That's a little bit off the beaten path. You don't get to bully Danny for that. The thing you've got mail, nor everything else you get to bully him for. But five and six, you can't bully Danny. I'll, I'll defend you tooth and nail. Uh, if anybody you. bullies you in the Discord, Danny. <laughs> hey, where do you stand on You've Got Mail versus Sleepless in Seattle? Sleepless in Seattle's better just because You've Got Mail feels so dated now with the whole AOL thing. It's just it just, okay. like, you know what I mean? It's just it's it's. I think it's a good script, but it's also just Sleepless in Seattle feels more timeless now because it's not so dependent upon. You've Got Mail treats email like it's this new thing which it was when it yeah. came out in 93 90 eight, does anybody yeah, have eight, a year I on think. it i think it was 98 98 right so it was kind of a new thing but now you watch it and you kind of just snicker where you're like my god i kicked off 15 emails in the last hour you know and it's like that's yeah. how we communicate now so sleepless in seattle i like better just because it feels more timeless but that's not a slam dunk on the, the writing or the directing of you've got mail it's just the conceptual yeah. idea of it doesn't hold as much weight as it did 20 something years ago that pick was kind of a placeholder for both of them because they both I haven't seen either of them, so they both feel like the same movie to me. Which at least ties, it's not Harry Met ties, Sally, which I know you've seen, yeah. but yeah, Ty very like definitively said that they're not at all the same movie, but in my mind they are because I haven't seen either of them. So that's fair, and Ty's not wrong. They're not they're not the same movie, but it's just like you know, at a certain <laughs> point, the like the the Nora Ephron movies all kind of blend together. They're co they're cozy movies, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Meg Ryan's all right. in all three? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rom-com queen. And I love her for it. Um, all right. Thank you for picking my list. I, de I deserve that. I worked really hard for it, and I deserve <laughs> the win. So suck it, Ty. Uh, we got uh, a lot of emails. Before we get to emails, Shane, uh -huh. do you have any thoughts on the Frasier reboot? Uh, I'm, I'm super oh, in. Oh, boy, I mean, does so he? Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> boy, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, so... I'm very lucky uh, because of where I work and what I do. I, I was able to go to a taping of one of the new episodes Ooh. of Frasier. I, 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 so I was there for the taping of episode four. So if you like my laugh or you hate my laugh, if you pay close attention to episode four, you might hear it in the audience of or you like in episode four. So I've that. seen the pilot episode and I've seen the episode four. Um, I'm super excited. The, the cast is all different, obviously, like Niles and Daphne, Roz and Marty Crane. They're all not there. But Kelsey Grammer has not lost a step at all. He is still Dr. Fraser Crane. And the writing is just as sharp. It's just as witty. So I am so excited for this new show. I can't wait for people to see it. And please watch it. I think the first two episodes are going to be on CBS so even if you just have rabbit ears, you can get CBS at no cost. And then if you like the first two episodes, sign up for Paramount Plus. That's where it's going to be streaming. Um, but I'm so excited. It's I think it's going to be fun. I think if if you know if you give the show enough time to get on its feet, I think it it could be potentially be just as funny as the original Frasier from the '90s. It's but I'm I'm so excited for it. It's like I'm almost like pinching myself. Like I can't believe that one of my favorite shows is back on the air and you know, it seems to be good. Um, you Heck know, yeah. so I'm very excited. Are you guys pumped at all? I know both of you guys like Frasier. I mean, you're not obsessive, but, uh, I, I haven't mean, really I'm, seen very much of Frasier. Yeah, I'm excited. Enough. I love Frasier. Okay. Yeah. Cause you, cause you have an IQ over 10. I mean, everybody who, you know, yeah. is a, <laughs> yeah, it's a great show, man. And I think it's, it's going to be fun. Like I said, I can't, I can't say too much about what's happening on it, but like, but, but you'll October 12th, you'll see it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be good. So text me. Definitely. If you guys watch it and you like it, let me know. All right. We'll do. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get. We got eight emails. We got a lot to. A lot of them. So let's get to them. I'm excited to judge these people as harshly as they've judged me, in the Discord. So it's time to give a little back, especially on this one, because uh, Jaeger's first. Uh, Jaeger, well known to have bad opinions. Jaeger is like unofficially Danny's like arch nemesis in the <laughs> Discord. A, a little bit because he doesn't like Glenn Powell, and who the, who the hell doesn't like Glenn Powell? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. He's funny, he's smart, and he's attractive. He's the whole yeah. package. Yeah. And what he's from Texas. He's from Texas. What else do you want? On. He's he's, he's flown a jet in not one, but two movies in the same year, people. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> you get it. Jaeger does I it. do. I get it. All right. Uh, Before we read these lists, I think we need to establish a short sound effect that all three of us can interject at any moment's notice that it's the sound effect sim- like it signifies, mm. come on, you should have seen this by now. Okay. I mean, are we are we too How, immature to just do a fart no, noise? This is, what is well, yeah? What's the equivalent sound effect of me rolling my eyes into the back of my head? Is what I'm trying to. <laughs> mm. I think I think I might just go with the what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> that feels right for me. All right, fair. Shane, what's yours? I'll just I'll stick with the fart noise. I'm too immature to not That's do not it. Just, good. Yeah, I'm just gonna Sorry. give a good ugh. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's there we go. Yeah. So now we have catchphrase uh, <laughs> yeah. sound effects. All right, good. Which we need because there's going to be a lot of them. Uh, Jaeger says, I like to think of this list more uh, more of a list of movies I may watch or do want to watch someday and not movies I should watch. I'm a rebel and I don't like being told I should do things. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jaeger, I need you to relax. Uh, he said, I know there's quote unquote classics out there, but let's be honest. Old movies like Casablanca, God with the Wind, and Citizen Kane can get wrecked. I'm never going to watch them. Jaeger, we're friends, baby. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> the sound effect thing is working better than I, I even think hoped. We might be I? on the same page finally. Uh, his honorable mentions are franchises. Any James Bond movie ever? Uh, what? None of them? How do you walk nah. through this life and not get hit by one of those movies at some point? How do you? How do you what? not like fall asleep? Like while the TV's on TNT and like Casino yeah. Royale doesn't show up, like I don't yeah, understand. I don't get it. Totally, I, I super don't get it. Uh, Link letters before trilogy. I, don't know, I haven't seen. Not gonna. Probably not. Gonna. Danny would hate that trilogy. It's so good. Heard. You know what? Honestly, I've never seen it either. But I can't say it's that high on my list of of things to see. I'm not saying I don't want to see it, but it's like it wouldn't even make my top thirty of like I feel guilty for not watching these. Yeah. It's the lowest no. grossing trilogy of all time. Probably for a reason. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Mission Impossible 5, 6, and Dead Reckoning. He has seen Fallout. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Have you not, have Jaeger, you have you not seen the trailer for Fallout? It's wild. How do you watch that clip of Henry Cavill cogging his biceps like shotgun <laughs> and not immediately go out and spend all of your money to buy it? Yeah. I don't get it. Regardless of any like any marketing material for five, six, and seven, how do you just get through the first four and go? Yeah, I'm good. Stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Fine. I'm good. Quits. I don't There's get just it. nothing <laughs> else they can do that's gonna. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, number ten is Barbie. He says it's only this low because it's new. Okay, I'll give you that. It just well, came that's out. Not, that's yeah. not fair. That movie just came out like two it weeks is. ago. That take that yeah. off the list. That's not fair. Talk to me in number- three years. Then it's like, yeah, you should have seen that. I'm not mad about this. Uh, nine is American Graffiti. I haven't yeah. seen that. He said, I love music movies and I love Teenage Rebellion movies and it's not too old. Fair. Uh, eight is Incredibles. Ugh. I love. 
Yeah. He said, there's mm. a lot of animated movies I haven't seen, but this one seems enough to keep me interested. Incredibles rules. It's you just missed out, Jaeger. Regal's doing this, like, they're showing a bunch of old Pixar movies, like, a week at a time. And the Incredibles That's were funny. just in theaters for, like, a week and a half almost. Yeah. God, I love Incredibles. Or uh, uh, Incredibles, or as I like to call it, the best Fantastic Four movie never yes. made. Heard that. Yes. Heard that. Hard agree. Uh, seven is Goodfellas. Ugh. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> He says, I want to see it, but I also feel like if you've seen one Mafia movie, you've seen oh, it. Oh, heard that, stop. dude. I'm stop. fully with stop. you on that. They're all basically the same. No, they're all good. They're, they're all not. the same. No. It's uh, just bad, bad opinions. Number six is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. This is the new one. Ugh. Um, he says, not a huge Spidey fan, but this seems important enough. I want to see it eventually. Okay. Jaeger is also now my enemy. Yeah. I feel like he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, five is The Shining. Oh, he says, what? So many, icon- Come on, so many iconic moments I know from this film, yet I've never seen it. Even I've seen this one. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember what you I You were forced it. to see it. So don't yeah. act like you independently watched uh, The Shining. I'm, I'm like really a, like kind of a connoisseur of film uh, <laughs> because I have, in fact, seen The Shining, and Jaeger hasn't. I did give it three stars. Just, <laughs> Just heads up. Which yeah. Feels deserving. It was uh, good, no, but just not for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost positive I said that verbatim on yep. the episode. That yeah. Uh, his number four is The Exorcist. Hey, if I, sa- if I sat down to I watch every Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the 13th last year, surely I can find this time this year to cross The Exorcist and The Shining off my bucket list. Yes. Yeah. If you want. You don't have to. I don't really care. <laughs> There's um, like eighteen, like there's like eighteen Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Skip after the first one. You don't need to see any yeah. more. Though. Come on. You don't need to watch Jason goes to Manhattan or whatever. Like Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> in Brooklyn. You don't need to watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch uh, Jason in Harlem though. That would be. I would watch that one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in Bed Stuy or something. Yeah. Number three is Iron Giant. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got it. You need to see that. Yeah, he says. He says every time I think about watching this movie, I have a pillow fight instead. A plus reference. Yeah, it's Ted Lasso reference, and it's Jaeger. Uh, we're friends again, I think. <laughs> uh, number two is Scarface. Eh. Says says this whole email is just a list waiting to get watched. I I, I get it. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Scarface. Yeah, it's. Scarface? I'm convinced that the only people that have are super into Scarface are athletes that have been on MTV Cribs. Um, yeah, because they all had yeah, a Scarface every- poster. Yeah, that makes it's sense. a movie that very much feels like doing coke, like while you watch it. <laughs> but it's like I think the reason why you watch Scarface now is not because it changed cinema, but because there are probably four or five references in Scarface that have just become a part of pop culture now. Yeah. So in order to to like know what they're talking about, you should see the movie. But I can't say that on cinematic merit alone, it's like oh, this is a classic you have to watch. Uh, number one is Titanic. It says Titanic is way too much of a quintessential '90s vibe that it has to be the most glaring omission in my filmography. Titanic is like Friends. There's like a lot of people whose entire personality is like, oh, yes. oh like I love Titanic, and it's like, all right, calm down. It's fine. It's a decent <laughs> movie. Yeah. You know. uh, he says this is a fun topic. You should start a podcast about movies we should watch. <laughs> yeah, hey. I second that. Yeah, I I also I, agree. I don't have uh, time, so. Danny has time. Oh, don't let him fool so you. 
he's he's one of those people where he's like i don't have time to watch this but then sits down and watches hundreds of hours of one tree hill i think i'm about to uh, restart gilmore girls by the way it feels like once the weather cools down a little bit i'm gonna start all right cool so in december excited about that i'm excited about that hear me out instead of gilmore girls frazier give frazier a go yeah maybe you might like it you yeah you you feel like a frazier guy like it's kind of surprising. Like you'd seem like you would Insanely really like Frazier. high IQ. Yeah. Like you just you know yeah you seem like you're a Frazier okay. dude. It's Never also Frazier is a great put it on while you're doing stuff show. Yeah, but you I have could... suits for that. It's better than suits. <laughs> what what is what happened with suits? Like I saw a New York I, Times article breaking down. Like why is that show the number one show of the summer? It came out forty eight years ago. On USA Network or whatever, and now it's like TikTok. the number one show. Yeah, TikTok is TikTok. I've been asking that question for popular. so long. It's not good. It is so bad. Suits is good. You're crazy. Suits is just <laughs> not good. Uh, we got an email from Highlander, which, by the way, Highlander going through some health stuff. Glad you're okay. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. second it, dude. Glad to hear you're back on your glad feet, or you're getting back on your feet. Yeah, glad you made it through. Uh, and... Even though we go through all this health stuff, still send an email. That's commitment. Yeah. That's dedication right there. Yeah. Uh, and you still parent- can't watch Citizen Kane. Shame on you, Danny. Come on. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I got to yeah. rewatch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. uh, he says, my parents weren't big moviegoers, and this was before the age of VCRs when I was of age to want to see them. Um, and the later Disney animated movie, or the later Disney animated came when I was an adult and had no little kids that wanted to see them, so I never had an interest. Here are the top 10 Disney animated movies I should have seen fair okay uh moana yes which is incredible yeah, yeah good cool. okay shane shane calm down good good i'm so <laughs> good I'm not... <laughs> you said eh. okay i heard it the listeners heard it it's a lot of rules i just can't imagine berating anybody for not watching moana speak for yourself uh his number nine is up yeah which is like pretty good it's emotional torture for like a lot of it though well yeah. just like the first five minutes yeah, which is it's a rough five minutes. Yeah. Um eight The Lion King? He's never seen the Lion oh, King. Oh what? Wild. That's the Come that's on. the one that you really gotta push to the top of your list because it is I think yeah. I think the Lion King is the absolute pinnacle of mm. hand drawn animation. Like that Disney studio factory of hand drawn animation, it peaked with Lion King. Like it never got any more grander and epic then like the the animation technique was just jaw dropping in lion king so push that one a little higher on your list it's as good as disney animated movies get for sure yeah yeah Um, speaking of just below that i think number seven is aladdin oh yeah i don't think i don't think aladdin is and is near on the same level as lion king but it's it's in the conversation yeah for sure it's good uh six is sleeping beauty not my favorite but a classic uh five is lady and the tramp eh Uh, yeah yeah uh spaghetti so i get it you know four is alice in wonderland it's not my favorite it's a little weird for me yeah uh three is bambi eh. yeah. yeah uh two is fantasia never seen it honestly uh, that that i re- recall anyway i like i like to i like to put fantasia on when i'm doing like house chores okay because it's just that. music and then like if you're uh, walking by the tv you can like watch a little clip of yeah. like whatever they're doing along with the music 
Yeah. When I'm doing stuff around the house, I put on suits. Yeah, no one cares about suits. <laughs> number one is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which is yeah. Weird. I mean, it's a classic. I get it. His yeah. list well, like look, got worse as we went on. I think his list like was really strong. Ten, nine, eight, seven, and then it just got worse. Yeah, well, I well, would look, almost like flip your list, like just reverse your list, and then put Lion King at the top. Yeah, you know what? I, I would agree with that. The good news for you, though, Highlander, is that I think all of these movies, literally every single one, is on Disney Plus. So, yep. if you don't have Disney Plus, pony up for one month, marathon them when you can, and boom, you knock your list right out. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he also included uh, a, another list of non-Disney oh. animated movies. Okay. He said there there are of course tons of movies that I should see but haven't gotten to yet. Here's a modest list of those in no particular order. Again, folks, we rank things here. Okay. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of the past like four weeks. We've gotten a lot of in no particular order. It's 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 in the name of the show. We rank things. The whole show. We rank things. (laughs) What are we doing? Uh, And not only that, you're royalty at it. You know what I mean? You've earned your status as rulers in the genre. (laughs) Thank you. You get it. Uh, You're not called the rank schmucks. (laughs) Sorry. We We very much could be. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about Vertigo. But that's his first one. Oh, Vertigo's really good. Vertigo's great. Although it, it does it does get a little weird. Like there's like a sexual nature to it that's like it was a little off putting in the sixties and now yeah. in twenty twenty three you're like, mm, this is even worse. But it doesn't change the fact that it's an Alfred Hitchcock masterpiece. So yeah, it's yeah. worth watching. Uh two is rear window. Mm. Oh. Which I don't know if you guys know. Grace Kelly's in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, we no. know. Oh we know, Danny, and we know that you know. Yeah. They don't make them like Grace Kelly anymore. They just don't. I genuinely, I said it on the episode when we did this for We Should Watch a Movie. I've, I don't think I've ever in a movie other than the moment when Grace Kelly shows up had a moment where my jaw literally dropped. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. That movie is like a fantasy too, because Grace Kelly comes over looking like fire. She cooks yeah, and cleans and so like flirts stupid. with him, and all Jimmy Stewart does in that movie is just sit around and mope about his broken leg. He's an yeah. old pervert and a butthole, and like, <laughs> why is Grace Kelly there? Are you kidding me? Uh, number three, do the right thing. Oh yeah, yeah, you got. You need to watch that. Should certainly see. Three, uh, four is the French Connection. Mm, yeah, freaking. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, five, Barry Lyndon. <laughs> Uh, you can. Yeah, you need to be prepared to watch that. Pauline Kale once described Barry Lyndon. She said it's not even a movie; it's a coffee table book for art nerds. Yeah, (laughs) and it's true. It's. I mean, Danny, I I I can assure you more than any other movie we've talked about, you would hate Barry Lyndon. I watched. It took a worldwide pandemic to slow me down enough to watch that movie. It's like three and a half hours of like slow, still. Not a lot going on. It's a it's a tough sit that movie. I'm not saying it's not good, but it's a tough sit that movie. People I, like this. I yeah. love it. I love Barry Lyndon. Of course you do. You freaking yeah. loser. <laughs> yeah. I'll split the difference. Danny, don't bother. Just move on from that one. You don't need it. God. You're fine. Uh, next one, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh, one of my favorites. Yes, yeah, please watch that. Movie. Great film. Uh, seven Rebel Without a Cause. I don't know what this is. Yeah, yeah, that's really, um, yeah, that's a really good one. To Kill a Mockingbird is his next mm. one. Yeah, classic read, Stone Cold classic. Either yeah. that or read the book. Yeah, read the book first yeah, if you haven't read the book. Read the book. Yeah. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, one of the greatest That's screenplays cool. of all time. Yeah. Finally, last but certainly not least, Ty, so sorry, it's Lady Bird. What? You haven't seen Lady Bird? 
Highlander is not oh, so lady. Highlander, How did To on. Kill a Mockingbird not beat out Ladybird? For God's sake. Well, because Ladybird's better. Uh, okay, so remember, he said in no particular order. Oh, in no particular order. <laughs> right. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed. He's okay. one of those guys. Uh, next one from our buddy Austin Schneider. He says, I finally ranked one of my lists. You're welcome. We gave him a hard time. <laughs> like, we, we gave him a pretty hard time. about. Se- he sends it a lot of in no particular order lists. So and he, does he does he Austin. do the ultimate sin of just bullet pointing them? Uh, no, he gives, a, he gives a little bit of a... Weirdly, his number one has no explanation, but most of his do have a little bit of a explainer. All right, let's do this, um, Austin. Hit his us. honorable mentions, it's a good theme. It's TV shows I should have seen by now. Ooh, okay. Could be an episode, I think, in the future. We yeah. We do that as a topic. Uh, the Wire. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yep. I haven't seen that yeah. yet. I need to watch that. Oh, my God, uh, Ty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to like it, but it's also a TV show. So TV shows take me out of a lot of, like, I'm just going to ignore like my job to watch yeah. TV shows. Well, and here's, and here's the, here's Baldur's the other thing Kate. about the, yeah, yeah Baldur's Gate. Here's the other thing about the wire, Austin, that you got to understand the episodes are hour long and it is the number one show more than any other show I have ever watched. You can not be fooling around on your phone. You can't be doing other Ooh. things. You have to sit there and pay attention. Not only do characters speak in a thick accent, that occasionally requires subtitles. The plot oh, is so dense in a good way, like a rich way that you have to focus because if you, if you're half watching the show, you're not, you're going to lose it. So, but oh, I will tell God. you this, if you give it the time and attention it deserves, cause I, I like harassed my wife for like the better part of like five years to watch the show. And when she watched the show, she was like, that was amazing. You know, she was like, I, that was like one of the best shows. And it's like, I know if you give it the attention it deserves, you will not regret it. I promise you that. Danny's never going to watch that <laughs> show after your explanation of it. Shane, I'm so sorry. You just talked me out of ever watching I know, the wire. I, know. I don't think I can do it. I know. I, don't I hear you. I have dude. it in me. I hear you. I don't want to half-ass it. And I think I, I don't have the ability to not, you know? Yeah, I hear you, dude. I hear you. It's, I, I, but if you put the work in it, it is one of the greatest shows of all time. Full stop. I, I believe you, and I think I would love it, but, man, now I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, his next one is The Great British Bake Off, one of my Ooh. favorite things in the entire world. Yeah. Great. Okay, Shane, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I shrugged for it, whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't appreciate that. Um, one of my favorite things in the whole entire world. I'll love it forever. They can, can, they can make it as long as they want, and I'll still keep watching it. Um, Community. Ooh. Community is yeah. great. Um, one of the one of the more underrated comedies, I feel like it yeah. should it, it doesn't get talked about in the office Brooklyn not, or not Brooklyn not, the office like Parks and Rec it doesn't get talked about in those conversations and I think it should and I think just from like a like movie franchise standpoint very integral to the Russo brothers like being able to direct Marvel movies that was like their big break was Community yeah Community is great. Uh, and finally, speaking of The Office, he he says I've I've watched the first episode multiple times and haven't gotten past it. You you yeah. can watch up until like season seven, and then you don't have to watch it after that. Yeah, just stop when Michael Scott. Cool. Question, especially for Danny, because I feel uh, like this might be one of the first franchise things or the first things that you might have a strong opinion about. It was announced a couple of days ago that Greg Daniels is developing a Office reboot with NBC. 
So they're just going to redo The Office with different cast members. Yeah, How do you feel about that? I, you're, you're not going to do better than Steve Carell. Oh, no, wait. So it's, it's different. Ca- it's 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 different cast members. That like that gives me a little bit yeah, more faith. Just to, if just they're not it. like, I thought it was just going to be like still like Rain Wilson and like all the like B to C list actors in that show. But if it's just a completely different cast, then I have a little bit What's more faith point? in that. What's no, it's 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 what's the point? I mean, they're just going to redo the same scripts with with other people. It's like that that show was yeah, especially for the first like 7 seasons, it was damn near perfect. Like wh- like why just if you want to watch The Office, just watch The Office again. It's you not going anywhere. It's not hard to find. I I think it could turn into something else because it was the same way with Parks and Rec where they just tried to make another office, but it was governmental jobs and then the show like just adapted to what it could be and that is a possibility if you yeah. don't bring the same actors i think it's a possibility that's fair uh all right into his list number 10 blazing saddles oh yes Excellent. gotta see it uh nine the sixth sense it says it's yes. been spoiled so many times that i don't know if i ever need to see it which no makes it's sense. it's still really good regardless of whether you know what happens or not and it makes Ocean's 12 so much better. <laughs> the, the thing about watching The Sixth Sense now is that if you know the ending of it, you get to watch the little building blocks and clues along the way mm. yeah. that if you watched it and didn't know the ending, you're like, oh, I should have picked up on all this stuff. So even if you know the ending, it's worth watching because M. Night Shyamalan gives you these brilliant little clues and things that, that clue you into the ending. And so if you know it, I think you'll enjoy the filmmaking technique even more. Yeah. Uh, seven, or sorry, eight is the Godfather trilogy. Oh, yeah. what are we Come doing on. here? No excuses. Come on. Ugh. I've seen, uh, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the others, but I have seen the first one at least. Yeah. Uh, seven is Schindler's List. He said, I was told it's a great movie that you will never watch again, so I'm not too eager to watch it. Yeah, yeah, this totally. is a, yeah, this is a movie I will never force anyone to watch, but it's very good. Yeah, it's a one and uh, done. Watch it, sob, cry, feel awful about humanity. No need to pick it back up again. Okay. Uh, six is 2001 A Space Odyssey. You don't need to watch it. It's not good. Pass. <laughs> That's my biggest hot take is that movie is not good. Depending on what state you live in, I'm just going to qualify that if it's legal. Just get baked. Watch <laughs> 2001. Move on. You know what I mean? Watch it once, go, Ooh, that was weird, and then move on. Number five is a big <laughs> one. It's the the Star Wars original trilogy. Oh, my God. What? He, this is on purpose. If you how, haven't seen it at this point, it's on purpose. How have you like lived life and not seen at least one of the original Star Wars movies? Yeah. He has an explainer for this one. He says, I don't really know if I've truly never seen it or if I watched it at a young age, but it wasn't memorable, so it never stuck. I know about all the major things that happened throughout the trilogy from just years of being in the loop, but I can't tell you why or how those moments happened. So watch it. Yeah, just yeah. watch. They're all fantastic. Just watch yeah, them. They're great. Yeah, Boom. come on, man. Get on it. Let's go. Um, number four, seven. Yeah. Which again, a seven movie I will never, I will never force anyone to watch it except for Danny. Um, <laughs> Two and a half stars. <laughs> but not for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> number three. <laughs> Number three is Pulp Fiction. He says okay. most of Tarantino's movies I've never seen. Ooh, Pulp Fiction is the one you need to see from his yeah. movies. It's a, it's a, 
I mean, it's it, Quentin Tarantino makes movie movies, right? Where it's like they're like this heightened reality, and everybody speaks in a very specific way, and the structure is so unique, and it's just, it's a movie movie, you know? And it's you watch it, and it's like an atomic bomb going off, and you're just like, God, why isn't every movie like this? This is phenomenal. Um, so yeah, man, watch Pulp Fiction; it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, number two is Heat. Oh, you got to see Heat. Got to see Heat. Heat rules. Got to watch Heat. Heat. Heat's I, incredible. I can now say. Heat rules. You're going to be hooked in from the like the very first scene. You'll be hooked. Yeah, heat's great. Um, and number one is Braveheart, which is a choice for number one. Braveheart's yeah. fine. Yeah, I, I mean it's, I, it's a phenomenal film. I think it's really good film. By the history nerd in me gets really frustrated with that movie. Is it not? Is it not accurate? I don't know anything about yeah, the history of that. So. It's a lot of it is not accurate. Yeah, Mel Gibson's not even Scottish, so he did get he did get William Wallace did get castrated. That is historically accurate. <laughs> he did get publicly well, castrated. There, what are you complaining about then? Yep, that that <laughs> actually <laughs> happens. Next email from our good friend Callie. Callie hosted a dinner and a movie um, podcast, which, by the way, we're going to be on next month. Just hey. just Callie, just Callie, just Callie. No, no, no so. No, how does that work? Are you guys going like, are you eating dinner with them or? So we, we are watching, I don't, are we allowed to say what we're watching? I don't know. I don't think she's announced it yet. So we will, well, after recording, we'll tell you very October themed. Yeah. We're watching a movie and then we're discussing uh, a food, a certain type of food. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you after recording. It's good. We'll give you behind baseball after we're done recording. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, she says, hey, rankings and Batman Shane. I am just sending in my list this week because Alex has been swamped with work. But he did want me to tell you that all is forgiven since you sent him some stickers with my Patreon letter. <laughs> so he should be back to sending in lists next week. I included extra stickers for her just for Alex when she signed up for Good. her Patreon. So <laughs> it, was, it was my, like, olive branch for all of the at just dunking on him that we've done on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she says, here's my list. I may or may not be ashamed by it, but hey, I'm currently chipping away at my watch list, so I plan to watch these soon. And if you follow Kylie on at Letterboxd, she's been watching a lot of movies. Like, yeah. So uh, her honorable mention TV shows that I should have seen by now. Again, it's a really good idea. Mm. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. You got to watch that. Rules. It's so good. Callie, you're going to love it. Uh, Succession, which I Very good. I did a whole podcast about why you should watch Succession. So, yeah, I, I get it. You should watch so it. So good. Uh, and number one, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game or Thrones. just watch the first, What's like, gr- what, five seasons and then just call it quits. We'll see. What, what's great for what happened with me and Danny, what's great for, like, just binging it is you don't – you haven't invested the amount of time that hardcore fans have. So, like, you're not going to be that upset by the last season. Um. All right, on to Callie's list number 10, Parasite. Ooh. Man. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It, what? It's really good, Shane. Um, it's, it's really good, but it's I'm just saying, like, you don't get to say it's one of the best movies I've ever seen and you haven't seen The Godfather Part Two. Like, come on now. <laughs> I can do what I want. This is America. <laughs> you can. Yeah, true. You can. This is democracy in action, I'm, folks. Listen, I'm a straight white man in America. There are no rules for me. <laughs> uh, number nine is Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. Great film. Great movie. Which is good. Number eight, Almost Famous. Callie, you're going to love Almost Famous. Almost Famous is great. If I can make a recommendation, Callie, seek out 
put put effort into it and and if you have to throw a couple bucks at it trust me put in effort into watching the director's cut version of the film yeah. which i think is at least 30 minutes longer if not yeah damn near an hour longer than the theatrical cut it adds so much excellent material pads out the story um and it is one of the few films that i would tell you if you didn't watch the director's cut you haven't seen the movie so um yeah. check out the director's cut for sure if you, if you got to spend some extra bucks please do it because it's a better version of that movie for sure big time cali i genuinely i think you're gonna love it so uh number seven the grand budapest hotel mm. oh yes was, was anderson movie uh number six crouching tiger hidden dragon which i love yeah one of my favorites great film still haven't seen uh, it f- i i really think you're gonna like it a lot um five casablanca yes me yeah. neither classic yeah uh four this one's tough it's oceans 11 oh callie you i do, are gonna I do have... assume i do assume we're talking about the the george clooney one not the frank sinatra yeah. one the frank sinatra yeah, yeah. one forgivable the george clooney one unforgivable come yeah. on you you're gonna have a great night when you and alex sit down and watch oceans 11 callie you're gonna love oceans 11 so much it's so much fun may i make uh, a recommendation watch oceans 11 before lunch because after lunch, you're going to want to sit around and watch Ocean's 12 <laughs> yeah. and then roll yeah. right on into 13. So be That's prepared fair. to do three movies back to back. Yep. That's a fair point. Uh, number three, Alien and the entire Alien franchise. Yeah, you can, you can stop after Aliens. Yeah, I agree. Just watch the first two and then just skip everything else. Prometheus was pretty good. You can watch, you can watch like the newer Alien movies solo. You don't need like any, like, you don't need to watch like aliens three which is just bizarre um but yeah a- you can stop after aliens yeah agreed uh number two is 2001 a space odyssey yeah seems boring uh <laughs> number one is the godfather oh yeah you gotta check out the godfather i think 2001 space odyssey might be the number one movie that most people feel like they should see and still haven't seen because it's like in the same breath as people will tell you, like, it's incredible. You got to watch it, bro. And then they'll follow it up with, but it's really slow and really boring. But you should yeah. definitely still watch it. It's like, it's a, it's a hard sell of a movie. Um, yeah. It's worth watching once in your life, but it's not, I can't say it's enthralling. So, you know, yeah. take that for what you will. Yeah. Uh, next email is from Brandon, uh, which, by the way, I don't know if I've talked about it enough. Brandon's one of my favorite people. I love Brandon. A little hard. We should get him on the show more. You're on. I said one of. One of. There we go. Uh, not my favorite. Good, good. Because we know it's not time. Well, listen, you said it. Brand uh, says, hey, fellas. Uh, his, uh, and nothing else. He just says, hey, fellas. Like, End of email. Good. Thanks. What's right. up, dude? Uh, is number 10 the bridge on the river Kwai? Yeah. Feels, he says, feels like I'm breaking some law by having offspring and not seeing this movie. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's, it's a dad movie. It's very much a dad movie. Yeah, for cool. sure. Uh, nine is Before Sunrise. He says, really, the whole trilogy? Yeah. Yep. Really like it. Uh, it's it's a lot. I am not going to be surprised if you don't like it, but yeah, I'm also a Linklater uh, nerd, so. Yeah. Uh, number You're eight a Link is, loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Eight is National Lampoon's European Vacation. He says, the original Christmas in Vegas where all stables growing up makes no sense. I've never seen this one. It's... It's all right. I would say just Christmas Vacation is the only one that I really like. Remember, yeah, I've seen all of yeah. them, but the only one I really yeah. remember is Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, seven, it it's Lady Bird. 
Ooh, gotta watch that. Come on. He says, no excuses for this one. You could also put Greta's Little Women here as well. Oh. Brandon, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Do you hate us? It's like, it's, I feel like you're mad at us. Yeah. How much we've talked about Greta on this podcast and you haven't seen her movies? Ugh. It feels rude. It feels targeted. That does feel like a targeted insult yeah. there, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Feels like he's mad at us. I didn't even do anything. Um, I just called is... Citizen Kane, Casablanca, and Lawrence of Arabia boring at all. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. He's the, he hasn't <laughs> listened yet. Uh, number six is All That Jazz. He says, every time I hear someone talk about this, sounds like the best movie they've ever seen has been on my watch list for over a decade. Well, same spot on Ty's list. Yeah, I, I've never heard anyone talk about All That Jazz except for the Ted Lasso joke. Like, I, I didn't know that movie existed until that joke, and I looked it up and added it to my watch list. All right. Uh, five is Mondo Trasho. No Can't idea. I've heard, heard of, of it, yeah. Mondo Trasho. Is that a Harmony Corinne film? <laughs> is that a joke that you just... I don't know. I don't understand. No, no. I No, no. <laughs> Harmony Corinne is a... Ty, like, uh, laughed a little bit. I was like, is, is Shane making a joke? I don't know what that means. No, it's no, John, I, like it's a John Waters movie. Oh, John Waters. Oh, John Waters. Okay, so then yeah. it's probably worth watching, right? John Waters is like the king of like like kind of like awful trash, but like yeah. sleazy trash. No, Harmony. Uh, the reason I said that is because I, I read this interview where Harmony Corinne. I forget what movie it was, but he made a movie, and he literally floated the idea out of outputting the movie on VHS and putting it like on top of a dumpster. And then just like that was the only copy, and just seeing if anybody picked it up or like noticed it, and like just so, like that. So I was like, "Oh, is that that was that the name of that movie, Mondo Trasho?" So apparently not. No. Um, he says he says with how much I love John Waters, I'm ashamed I haven't tracked down his earliest feature length film. Yeah. So a day in the lives of a hit and run driver and her victim, and the bizarre things that happened to them before and after they collide. So. Sexual assault by a crazed foot fetishist, visions of the Virgin Mary, strange chicken foot grafting operations. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty busy, actually. I don't think I have time to <laughs> add this one on my watch list. I'm so sorry. Sounds like John Waters. <laughs> Got a lot going on. Really stacked over here. Uh, number four, Man on Fire. Oh, that's the yeah, Denzel uh, bodyguard movie. Yeah. Yeah. He says, love Denzel, really love Tony Scott. And I've always heard this is the most Tony Scott movie that Tony Scott ever Tony Scott in. Yes. Agreed. I, God, I'm a, yeah. I love Tony Scott. Man on I'm, Fire is awesome. I love that I'm movie. I'm firmly in the Tony over Ridley uh, fan club over here. And I'll stand by it forever. At least Tony was more consistent with his product. Ridley Scott, you're either going to get some of the greatest movies ever made or you're going to get absolute garbage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you ever seen Unstoppable, the train movie with Chris Pine and yeah. Denzel? Yeah, rules. I, you know who else talks about that dude is Quentin Tarantino. He did a podcast, uh, the Rewatchables podcast with Bill Simmons, where he talked for an hour and a half about how brilliant that movie is. So you the should listen rules. to that episode. Yeah, you and Quentin Tarantino, you get along on that one. Well, that might be like the thing. <laughs> Danny didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, Danny's not a foot guy, so. <laughs> yeah, heard that. Um, number three is Warrior, which I love. Oh yeah, love Warrior. Very the Tom Hardy movie. Yeah. So Very under how much I love sports movies. This is the one I really need to get Brandon Warrior so far up your alley, dude. Probably the most underrated sports movie. It's up there. 
Yeah. Certainly up there. It's not talked about enough. Brandon, seriously, dude, you're going to – I know you well enough at this point. You're going to love Warrior. Yeah. Uh, to the Iron Giant. Yep. Bringing it up again. He says, yeah. similar to Lady Bird, no excuses. I've only ever heard people talk about how much they love this. Yeah, bring the tissues and have a have a time watching the Iron Giant. It's great. Uh, and number one, this one's actually wild. He hasn't seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. How how have you how have you never been forced to watch that on Christmas Eve? Absolutely wild. Yeah, because that's says, again that's a movie that like society will just tackle you and force you to watch at yeah, some yeah. point. So the fact that you've dodged it, like Neo in the Matrix for however many years you've been alive, that's surprising. Says, that's uh, crazy. Christmas movies are some of my all time favorites, but I've still never seen this classic. Is this a year? I would argue perhaps Christmas movies not some of your all time favorites if you've never seen <laughs> this one. Yeah, Wade, um, uh, watch this. Plan on watching this Christmas Eve with your family. That I mean, this yeah. is perfect. Big time. It says, wanted to send in lists for the Desert Island celebrities I'd like to hang out with episodes, but did not find the time. First celebrity that popped into my head was Barry Sanders, and I imagine us hanging out would be sitting in a quiet room silently nodding approval to each other, which <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Barry, Sandal, Barry Sanders uh, famously just, like, does not care. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> chill guy. He's just gonna sit there silently with you. And he says, "Anyway, happy to have regularly scheduled programming back, and excited for the list of upcoming episodes." Love you, Brandon. Thanks, buddy. Always appreciate when Brandon chimes in. Uh, next email from Pat. Pat Lusk. This is Twin Peaks Pat, by the way. Taskmaster um, Pat. Yeah, Taskmaster Pat. He says, "Hi guys. Danny was begging for ideas for us. Okay, begging." Is <laughs> Begging's a strong. I love the I love the face that Danny makes when he's reading something and realizes it's an insult to him as he's reading it. Uh, all right, okay. Yeah. Too bad we're never gonna release videos of this podcast. Uh, says Danny was begging for ideas for his list, so I'm sending mine in. It won't help him, but I'm to follow Discord orders. Says note that this is not a bit, but I'm still probably trolling you at least with the honorable mentions. Your pal Pat. Thanks, Pat. Honorable mentions presented without comment. Here are some films y'all will probably think I should have seen, but I have no intention of seeing. Okay, so one thing about Pat. Pat likes to form very strong, hot take opinions on things that he doesn't know about um, because he likes making us mad. One of Pat's greatest joys in life is upsetting us um, and just kind of trolling us in the Discord. And that's what the honorable mentions here are. So I just want to prepare us. Uh, The Sandlot. Oh my god! Says, says he's never going to see it. Pat, I literally ran a D and D one shot based on the Sandlot that you played in, and you're still not going to see it. That's rude. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, t- next one is the Titanic. That's fine. I- I'm not insulted by that. Yeah. And finally, a movie that Pat is angry exists and talks about in the Discord a wild amount for a movie that he hasn't seen. It's Top Gun Maverick. Oh my god. <laughs> You can't mention Top Gun Maverick without a snide comment from Pat, and he still hasn't seen it. I don't get it. He's so angry at this movie's existence, has not even seen it. What are we doing, Pat? Top, Top Gun Maverick is like, I mean, it was genetically engineered in a lab to be to, for everybody to like it's it, perfect. right? It's, it's the perfect action movie. It's like what McDonald's french fries. Even vegans like McDonald's french fries, right? Like It's perfect. They've done studies. The only people who don't like McDonald's french fries, terrorists. That's the only group. It was unanimous, just terrorists. So I'm not saying you're a terrorist, Pat, but I'm it saying it was a weird study. But like you could probably you could like re- like take it to the bank. It's like legit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Number 10, Avatar The Way of Water. He says, this could have been an honorable mention as I have no desire to ever see it. By all accounts, it was even sillier and more boring than the first one. Can confirm. Yeah, you don't need to watch it. You can watch, if you want to watch Avatar Way of Water, just watch The Abyss and then watch Titanic because they're the same movies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or you could just watch like, you know, those like really calming YouTube videos of people like flying drones over the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch. Or like Planet Earth. Just watch Planet Earth. There you yeah, go. watch Planet yeah. Earth. That's way better. Totally. Um, Avatar, boring. Script is boring. Movie's boring. Really pretty to look at, which is nice. Uh, Nine Schindler's List. Yeah. Is the first one I actually plan to see at some point, but it requires the right headspace to see something this grim. Which yeah, for sure. Sense. Uh, eight is Interstellar. Says, I love this Interstellar. came out at a time I wasn't watching a lot of films, and I haven't got around to it since then. Yeah, it's worth your time, dude. It's yeah. good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Seven is The Dark Knight Rises. It's the same reason as Interstellar. Just wasn't watching movies at that time, really. Uh, number six is The Batman. Last year's The Batman. Ah, come on he now. He says, I'm, I'm still in an anti-DC slash Marvel snit, uh, but eventually I'll get over myself and see this one. I like our pats, and I expect I'll like this one well enough when I get around to it. The, God, yeah. you, you're gonna. It's the so Batman exists outside stuff. of like the MCU yeah. and DCU. It's very... Yeah. not the same as those right. it's very it, different it's very very different pat it doesn't really feel like a superhero movie of like to be honest i, I agree wholeheartedly and, and this is not a slam dunk on marvel at all but like but marvel's movies are very kind of factory made like they, they just yeah. kind of keep cranking them out this feels like it was made by an an auteur right a writer director yeah. who had a perspective on something it doesn't it feels like a 70s indie movie it doesn't actually feel like a giant studio film which is impressive so the the batman is absolutely worth your time for sure uh number five is the lodger a story of the london fog he says, I'm not a Hitchcock completist, but I've always wanted to see his most well-known silent film from his early British studio days. Oh. Well, I haven't silent seen it. film. Never heard of this. Um, number four, Jules and Jim. I was supposed to see this last week, but had to miss because of COVID. One of Truffaut's most famous films. Francois Truffaut. Yeah, that, that the movie kind of almost, that and the 400 Blows, like heralded in the French New Wave. It's good. It's worth watching. Not Are a movie you you're going to watch with I the said- family. You impressed that I said Truffaut's name correctly? I did. I I, I am glad indeed. Uh, years and years ago, I was fooling around on the internet, and I saw that the Criterion like DVD group they have an, an employee softball league, and one of the teams was called the Truffauts, and I thought that was the best softball name for movie dorks I've ever heard. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, number three is Eight and a Half. Yep. It says I'm ashamed to say I've never seen a Fellini film, and this seems the best place to start. Yeah, it is. Hey, it's awesome. Hey, Pat, guess what? Also never seen a Fellini film. Right there with you, bud. Uh, Will you ever <laughs> see a Fellini film? Of course not. Uh, number two is Parasite. He says, I was crazy busy at work in 2019. Didn't have time to catch this. You should watch it. Yeah, yeah really great. good. Uh, number one is The Straight Story, a.k.a. David Lynch's Disney film. As a known Lynch obsessive, I clearly need to see what's ri- widely recognized as his most wholesome and quote-unquote normal. It is It is not – I mean, it is directed by David Lynch. It is not a David Lynch movie. It is, yeah. it is like the type of movie that your teacher will put on during class because she's hungover. <laughs> nice. That yeah. was radio for us at school. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one's from Juice, our good friend Juice, Meredith. 
Um, she says, hello, everybody. This was easy because I wasn't allowed to watch movies or TV that wasn't Disney or on TV or kids for most of my childhood. And then I didn't care enough to catch up. Uh, gang, got it. Got it. There's a lot of big ones. Tr- trigger um, warning here for a classic cinema. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So listen, there's something for everybody here that you're going to be bummed about. Juice isn't as as big of a movie person as us, so I ask you to go yeah. into this list with some grace, okay? <laughs> with some kindness for my good grace friend Grace and aplomb. Here we go. But also, this was kind of rough, gang. Uh, number 10, Jaws. Oh, my God. Okay, Ty, relax. Just embracing myself already. You have, this is number Ty, 10. You can't, you can't start with Jaws. What? It Okay, it doesn't get better. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> The list doesn't get better, so I need you to pace yourself. Number nine is Jurassic Park. Oh, <laughs> dear God! Juice, watch Jurassic Park. It's the best. It's the <laughs> it's, it's magnificent. That arguably incredible. the greatest blockbuster of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, you know. Uh, number eight is The Godfather, which we're seeing a lot today. That's I think that I feel like that one's forgivable, especially if you're not like a movie person. Number seven is uh, any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Which bums me out. She oh. does. She says, "quote She says, sorry, Danny." In parentheses, I accept your apology. They're long movies. I get it, but man, yeah, Juice. I'll give you a look. I'll I'll throw you a bone here. I'll give you a pass on those. It took a worldwide pandemic to slow the world down enough for me to watch those things. They're good. They're good. But you know, it's I'm, like the pass that Shane just gave you. I'm gonna take away um, <laughs> and revoke. You have to watch them. They're the best movies of all time. Uh, six is Fight Club. You can skip Fight Club. I don't care about Fight Club. No, 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 no. You don't have to skip Fight Club. Watch Fight Club. Just don't become a Fight Club bro because they're the worst people in all yeah. of film history. To become a Fight Club bro is to misunderstand what the movie Fight Club is actually yeah. about. Yeah, but yeah. Fight Club's good. And you miss like you have to at least have had the Fight Club poster in your dorm room to be a Fight Club bro. So you've missed that. Mm-hmm. So you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're halfway there. Um, number five, it's an, it's any star Wars. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I get it. She says in this one, she says, sorry, Ty. I don't think I can record (laughs) anymore. This is hurtful. Tough one. Uh, number four is the green mile. Green miles. She says, I have no idea what this is, but it's on a lot of lists of movies you should have seen, which is very funny. The the fact that she don't even know. I did the same. I Googled like movies everyone should see because that's just kind of like a part of my process for preparing for the show. Um, so I did the same thing, but <laughs> she's like, I don't know what this is. I'm just seeing it a lot, putting it on your list. You don't have to watch Green Mile. It's so long. It's very sad. It's so really good. It's it's yeah. really good. It's also the best, the second best Tom Hanks peeing scene in film history. <laughs> yeah, of course, behind. Behind uh, a league of their own. A league of their oh. own. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> does he pee in Philadelphia? I don't think he does. I, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't I think don't he know. does. <laughs> that scene in a league of their own is the greatest peeing scene in film history. I think we can say that. Yeah. With certainty. Yeah, for sure. Um, three is The Shining. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, two is Castaway. Yeah. It's fine. That movie yeah. didn't light um, the world on fire. It's good, but it didn't. I mean, you know, if you were busy in 2000, you could have missed it. Yeah. Uh, and number one is Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Oh, pretty rough. My God. She, she says, she Wait a minute. Says, I, wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. How did yeah, the Dark Knight she, she Rises? Ma- 
She explains okay. this. She says, I have seen The Dark Knight Rises because I was tricked. Friends told me I would be fine having not seen the first two. I was not fine. I had no idea what was going on. It's just very funny. One, you have uh, bad friends. Yeah, they're yeah. Mean. Two, you need to see The Dark Knight. I don't even care about Batman Begins. Just see The Dark Knight for the love yeah, of God. Yeah. And Jaws. A, you need to watch yeah, Jaws in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Batman, so like it's it's so it's September, right? Batman Day, official Batman Day was like two weeks ago. And AMC yeah. Theaters put the Dark Knight back in theaters for like one night only. I went and saw it again. That movie's a stone cold cinematic masterpiece. It's, so it's just it's, it's incredible. That's best film, superhero you know? movie of all time. It's up there. Well, behind Spider Verse for me. But oh, like, Spider Man Two, but whatever. Spider Man Two is not even sniffing my honorable mentions, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> it's not even sniffing my. Uh, she says, as always, thanks for the fun episode. I really enjoy this podcast, Meredith A.K. Juice. Then she replied. She replied uh, to her own email. Yeah, the next day. Oh, okay. Does she have <laughs> she more sent, movies? She sent this episode, or she sent the, this main email yesterday at five forty-one p.m. We got this email today at twelve thirty-eight. Uh, she says, "Oh my goodness!" In all caps, I made a mistake. I don't want to see The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Remove it and add the Top Gun series." I forgot, oh. silly me. Good choice. Good choice. Remove the shining. Watch Top Gun. That's really, I mean, what a murderer's row of movies that you <laughs> should see. So I'm not even, there's no point in even debating swapping one out with the other. Yeah. Just make it a top 11 list and throw them both in there. Yeah. But yeah. Man, she, she has so many good Jaws, Jurassic Park, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, the, ba the Dark Knight movies, Top Gun. She's got so many excellent movies to watch ahead of her. Jeez. Yeah. Juice, you're an educator, so you're gonna have a you're gonna have a winter break at some point. I urge you, instead of watching just Christmas movies, please sprinkle in a few from your list, especially Jaws and Jurassic Park. Yeah. D do we want to tell her to like wait until like the summer to watch Jaws though? No. J okay, give yourself a Christmas it. present. And just avoid your family and friends. Stay home and watch the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. You'll thank me and Santa later. <laughs> and you're going to have a great time. Um, Lord of the Rings, incredible fall vibes. Uh, she yep. lives in Canada. I assume it's actually finally like autumn in Canada. And she like actually gets that season. Unlike where, where we are here in Texas. Um, it, Lord of the Rings, great fall movie. If you're just like in for a weekend, maybe you're sick. Maybe you're tired. Watch, uh, watch Lord of the Rings. Why not? Um, okay, last email. Last but certainly not least. This one's sent by Ron, our good friend Ron, our maester. Um, but it's him and Kev, both. And he okay. wants us to judge. He wants us to pick a winner. Ooh, okay. okay. So I'm sending these lists in the chat so you guys can read them. Um, there's the first one. There's list A. Um list b i'm sending right now so you guys can read along with me and you can like go through and and reference it oh my um, god they picked a lot of my favorite movies and they did it on purpose and i'm mad at them a little first off i i noticed there's a typo because it says audible mentions 2013 hits and i'm like guardians of the galaxy volume three mission impossible seven and a half and oppenheimer all came out within like three months yeah. <laughs> ten years <Yeah>. ago <laughs> <laughs> so let's say 2023 uh, I did message them and said, hey, why do you guys hate me? Are we fighting? Uh, and Because these are all of my favorite movies, and they said I did it that way on purpose. It's and just a patchwork of 
great movies. They went to mine and your letterbox and rated by like our ratings highest first and picked movies off of there. So this is targeted and it's rude. Um, but he said, hello, rankings and the honorable judge Shane, Kevin, I figured we couldn't let you be the only ones to get laughed at this episode. So we decided to send our list in together and have y'all judge us. So let's okay. pick a winner here. List a, the honorable mentions are baseball movies, which of course, if you know anything about the rankings near and dear to our heart, baseball movies, uh, little big league field of dreams and bull Durham. All excellent. All a plus yep. all five star movies. They're all so good. Some of my favorites. 10. Remember the Titans. My God, seen that movie about 50 times in high school because we had a teacher who Mm -hmm. refused to teach and would just Mm -hmm. come in and show us his favorite scene this day of that movie. And then we just watch it all after that scene. So I probably have seen Remember the Titans 50 times. I'm not even kidding. It's so good. And it's great. Uh, Nine, About Time. One of our favorites. Good movie. One of of our favorite movies. Eight, Edge of Tomorrow. This is rude. They're targeting me. It's Danny's (laughs) favorite gif. They're they're directly attacking me, and I don't appreciate it. What's the seven. gift? The Emily Blunt doing a push up thing? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> seven. Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, so good. Yeah, good film. One of my favorites. Love it. Six. Armageddon, which is it's funny. It's so bad that Armageddon. it's good. Awesome. It, yeah, awesome movie. It's, it sucks, and I love it. <laughs> like, it's kind of where I'm at on Armageddon. Someone asked me to explain the plot of Armageddon. And I just nope. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's this oil rig guys who they're the only people that know how to drill on a meteor. So they're sent <laughs> up into space with little to no yeah. training. And there's a gun uh, on the ship. Yeah. Uh, it's uh-huh. it's amazing. Explaining yeah. Armageddon Liv- is almost better than watching Armageddon. Yeah. And also Liv Tyler's there. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a movie that is Steven Spielberg talks about the concept of a high concept movie that has a plot that's so simple to digest you can kind of hold it in your hand. Armageddon uh-huh. is such a high concept movie that it just kind of bowls you over by the end of it. Where you're just like, this is awesome. This is kind of yeah. it's stupid, but it's so awesome. Yeah. I'm so in it on sucks, this. You know? It sucks and I love it. I'll be there forever with Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, five is the farewell, which is a movie I love. Yes, so um, good. F- four is Shiva Baby. Which yes, is a rankings favorite specifically because we're big Rachel Slot guys. Have you seen um, Bottoms yet, Danny? Not yet. I oh. want to really bad. I just I haven't gone to the theater. Hardest. It's on VOD now, so you can buy it. I think it's like fifteen bucks to buy it. Um, so if your schedule it does not allow you to go see it in the theaters, you can yeah. support it that way. Hardest I've laughed in a movie this year. I was like, yeah, my, nice. like my cheeks hurt. I was smiling so much watching Bottoms. Hysterically funny. It's the best yeah, high bad. school comedy since Superbad. Might be. It might be. Yeah. Very much so. Nice. Great, great film. Uh, three is Oceans 12 and 13. Somehow yeah. they watched 11 and said, no thanks, I'm good. I don't yeah. want them anymore. Oceans 12 gets hate for absolutely no reason. It's a great movie. And 13 is awesome. 13 is yeah. so good. Favorite of the bunch. Uh, number two, Independence Day. Oh, got to watch that. One of the best speeches in movie history. Here's here's what you need to do. Whoever's list this is on July fourth, I want you to wake up. I want you to watch Jaws before lunch, and then I want you to finish with Independence Day. <laughs> it's a great day. Yeah, but now what I think the- I think my Fourth of July is different now. I think I'm gonna I need to add Top Gun Maverick into it. Big time, you have to big time. Yeah. Uh, and number one is Sleepless in Seattle, which we had to talk about. Yep. I haven't seen. Uh, let's beat honorable mentions says 2013 hits. They mean 2023 guardians of the galaxy volume three. I so still good. also haven't seen that yet. 
It's good. For some reason. Better, Better than, than the most Marvel one. movies. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mission Impossible seven and a half. I, I still not have. I still haven't seen this. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Really I need to it's see not, it. It's not Fallout good, but I would say it's probably my third favorite Mission Impossible movie, which means it's a great action movie. Yeah. And I can so. tell you on good authority, it's not going to come out on home media anytime soon. So get okay. out there and see it in a theater, Ty, if you want to see it, because it's yeah. not. It's going to be a while. It's a big Christmas before you get a chance of to Of all it of out. the people in this movie, it's got a very good cast. Palm Clemente for rules in this movie. Yeah. She's so fun and good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Lispy also hasn't seen Oppenheimer, which go see Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah. It's still in theaters, right? You have to go see it in theaters. Yeah. Also not going to be out on home media until Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, go see those in the theater. See this Oppenheimer in like, IMAX. Yeah. S- see it on the biggest screen with the loudest speakers you can, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10, Last Black Man in San Francisco, Oof. which is a direct, a direct attack, again, that I don't appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, re- deeply love this movie. Uh, 9, Little Big League. They're just being rude at this point. I, you're going to be saying that a lot. I'm looking at the list right now. 8, Bloodsport. You, there's no reason for Bloodsport to be on this list except for directly attacking me because <laughs> people don't like Bloodsport. Danny likes Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, 7, Everybody Wants Some. One of our favorites, collectively here at the rankings. Yeah. One of our favorite movies. Yeah. Six, Edge of Tomorrow. Again. Okay. Uh, five, Dead Poet Society. I love Dead Poet Society. Yeah, that's a you. I I'm very eh on Dead Poet Society. Yeah. It's okay. I'll, split, We're about the, to I'll get... split the difference. I, I like it, but I'm not gonna fight anybody over it. That's okay. We're getting away from Danny movies for the rest of the list. Four, Train Spotting. Oh, so good. Yeah. The fun story about me watching Train Spotting for the first time. I saw it when I was in film school and I knew nothing about the movie. Someone just handed me a DVD and said, This is good, you should watch it. And if you the the old DVD like had everybody kind of like it was like a black and white picture and it had like everybody kind of like leaning up against each other and kind of smiling or whatever. And just based on the cover art alone, I thought this is gonna be Scottish clerks. Yeah, And at one point during the movie, I I won't get into into it, but there's like a really horrific, horrific scene in the movie. And that's when it dawned on me that this isn't a comedy. So I hated that movie for a while. Rewatched it a few years later when I was in the right mindset for it. It's it's phenomenal, but but it's not a comedy at all. It's a horrific exploration of heroin use uh, and what that does to you. So it's, it's not a fun sit, but it's a good movie for sure. So train spotting is actually the uh the cause of my biggest irrational fear in life and it's that someone will sneak up behind me while i'm walking down the street and inject me with heroin and then i will become <laughs> addicted that is my biggest irrational fear after seeing train spotting because i saw well, it at way too young was, well there goes danny and i's birth surprise birthday present for you ty so. <laughs> <laughs> uh number three do the right thing which is great but <laughs> so it's more good. of a Thai movie than a danny movie uh Two Lawrence of Arabia. No, I don't yeah. care. It's so good. I'm not seeing it. Uh, and number one is Vertigo. Which of course, great movie. Seen. Yeah. Uh, so who wins? I don't know how we pick a winner on this because um, they both made me angry. I think I'm gonna pick like the list that you're gonna have the most fun watching these collective movies. I'm assuming whoever's list is who's they're gonna watch they're not going to watch all the movies but i'm assuming they will and i think list a is gonna have the most fun watching all of those movies or at least they're gonna have the best time because 
Dead Poet Society, and I don't think Bloodsport is a good movie. I think it has one really good gif, funny, like, okay, has a really good I'm gif not, where John claude Van Damme punches a guy in the balls while doing the splits. Not, in, um, not interested. Not interested yeah. in this take. So, I'm going with list A. I'm also going list A because list B lost me with their top four. We were going, like, real good, very targeted at me in a rude way if I'm being honest with us be for most of it and then like started listing movies that I haven't seen and I'm not going to see uh, list days is just kind of filled with movies. I love in a, in a way that feels mean. Um, so list day. I'm going to go with list B cause it feels like the mo- more considered list versus list a, which just feels like someone just took a look at popular movies on letterbox and just wrote down a few. So I'm yeah, going to go with list all of B. my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they went exactly, to specifically yeah. my letterbox and yeah, sorted yeah. by movies that I love. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going with list now you're B just insulting it feels more me is what's happening. <laughs> hey, I gave you the win. Don't don't tell me yeah, that I insulted you. I do appreciate you. it. Uh, congrats, Kev. Kev's list A. Ron's list B. There you go, Kev. That's Kev on the win. You got you got both the rankings votes. Um, nice. Ron, you got the Shane vote, which might have been more important. Maybe it's the one you were going for. <laughs> Um, they said we're ready to accept our fates. P.S. Your move, Callie and Alex. They called you out. Ooh. Ooh. They called out the Hawkstellers. Are you just going to take that, Callie and Alex? Are you just going to take that line <laughs> down? Are you kidding me? You got to fight back. Uh, that's our last email. Nice. Man, we covered it all. That was that was a pretty extensive list. Uh, look, yeah. uh, the bottom line here is the big takeaway is we all have homework after this yeah. episode. All of us. Mm, I don't really have any <laughs> oh my god danny just watch just watch a freaking movie just one a month i'll be happy like i'm at one a a month certainly okay but like watch Uh, a movie you haven't seen yeah like this month i watched a bunch of movies i haven't seen this month i watched the new teenage mutant ninja turtles okay so throw in, throw, in throw in throw in paddington throw in paddington i watched the i watched the terminator this month okay that was that was one of the movies. That keep I keep the train rolling and just go to Terminator Tombstone. 2. I watched Tombstone this month. You'd never seen it before? No, I had to watch it for the podcast, but I watched it. Yeah, it's good. It's, good. it's really do good. You, do you catch that huge continuity error that everybody likes making fun of online? That still, that still makes me chuckle every time I see that. Which one? That one scene where Doc Holliday goes outside and it's raining and he curses the gods. But if you look closely enough, it's raining in a very specific square about 10 feet ahead of them. And then it just, everything else is super dry because the rain machine they had was just not that big. You know, I, I did notice the thunderstorm scene was very clearly just lights that they were turning off and on and not in a convincing way. Yeah. yeah, And that's what I'm saying. Go back and watch that again. Yeah. You can see that 20 feet ahead of them. It's bone dry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Every, every month this year, I've watched a movie that I hadn't seen prior Granted, a lot of them are 2023 movies, but still, I'm, I'm working towards it. Good enough. Um, we've been here almost three hours. Dude. Yeah. What do we do? This is a lot. This might be the longest episode we've ever done. Three hours, or as I like to call it, one third of one Lord of the Rings movie. Yep. <laughs> you could have watched the Fellowship of the Ring instead of listening to this podcast episode. Juice, looking at you. <laughs> uh, anything else before we get out of here? And I go to bed. Uh, no. I think just there's a lot of good movies out there. Search for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Exactly. And yeah, if you haven't others. seen Top Gun Maverick, then I just like yeah. s- don't listen to another episode of our podcast until you watch it. Yeah. yeah. You're and if you're and if you're a movie fan and you want to watch a movie, 
if you can afford to don't don't hesitate to spend a couple bucks on itunes or whatever right because watching all the movies you want to watch is getting a little bit harder so you know support movies right support the filmmakers support the people who made the movie if you want to watch it and it's not on a streaming service chip in two three bucks on itunes and give it a rent you know yeah yeah all right let's get out of here thank you for listening to the rankings huge thank you to shane shane we love having you on you're always 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 good to be here guys anytime thanks for like not yelling too much Ah. nice of you Nah, I'll just do that after we stop recording. <laughs> Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord. It's free. Join our Patreon. It's not. You can find a link to those in our social media bios and our show notes. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then. <laughs> <laughs>